What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 157 of Ghost in the Night, a paranormal and true crime podcast. Tonight, we are dipping our toes in the the true crime realm. The granddaddy of them all, probably the most infamous, the most notorious serial killer of all time. One of. I would say this has, this hit, Jeffrey Dahmer's who we're doing. We're not, we're not doing him, but. If only. We're covering Jeffrey Dahmer tonight. I would say he is the most notorious. It covers the spectrum. We got sex. Well, I mean, we got homosexual you gotta, sex. Well, we I mean, got, you have to take into account, like, people like Jack the Ripper and shit, too. Well, okay. in, in Modern, In yeah. America. Yeah, well. Don't throw Ed Gein out. Don't throw that. I don't no, because Ed Gein's not a serial killer. No, he just, he just killed a few people. I mean, we got, but Dahmer, we got sex. We got It's either Dahmer or Bundy. We got murder. Or Gacy. We got murder. Or we BTK. Got, we got cannibalism. I don't know. Well, now net, fucking Netflix has jumped on the goddamn bandwagon, and now everybody's fucking popular. Yeah, I guess. I just started a new one about that fucking serial rapist at uh, Ohio State back in the 70s. Billy Milligan, the one that had, like, dissociative disorder or some shit. Well, don't they all? Said he heard, like, 20-something different voices in his head. Oh. They said he was in, like, a, psych- a psychological coma when he did all the shit. He didn't remember it. Most people think he's just the best actor of all time. Maybe. Academy Award. It's on Netflix. But I think, that, I mean, we got we got body count. I'm big on, if you're going to be a serial killer. On Dahmer? Was yeah. it 17? 17, I think, is what he's credited with. In a short period of time, too. Uh, yeah. Minus one. Minus one. There's one early one. That he, and then the rest of the one, the rest of it was like. And it should have been more, because you'll cover this. Uh, he was a. But he he bumbled a lot of his shit. Yeah, and there were some people that got away, and he didn't get caught. Yeah, not so, quite, not not quite to the level of like an Armin Maves, because he actually let a guy go because he was looking for a guy, to, somebody to voluntarily have homosexual relations with him, and also be voluntarily killed and eaten. And he had one guy show up for that, and the guy I don't know, if, I guess the guy decided he wanted to back out, and he's like, I don't feel well, and Armin Maves was like, Oh well. By all means, go on home, have a nice glass of tea. We'll try this. And again don't later. get eaten. We'll That's fine. Later. I'm sorry, pumpkin. Have a great do you need bus money? When you feel better, we'll do this again. Hey, that's literally what he did. He was just like, Oh, well, I mean, if you're not feeling up to it, because his whole thing was he didn't want to do it unless that person wanted to be killed and eaten. Well, I admire that note. <laughs> and a killer. I mean, there's something to be said for honor amongst murderers. Cannibals. Okay, but before we get started, we do have uh, a little bit of business to cover. Apparently, we have a new Patreon. We that have I a new Patreon, Mister Nathan. We thank you so much for your Patreon pledge, and he is at thanks, the se- Nate. He's at the second tier. He's getting the sticker. Oh. The sticker will be coming your way shortly. I will send you a message and uh, make sure we got all your information, your proper information, and we will get that sticker out to you. If you would like to join Nathan in all our latest. Uh, Where's Nathan from? Do we know? Is uh, he from across the pond too? Uh, Nathan, uh, Nathan's I think in the United States, or at least North America, I believe. <laughs> uh, but if you want to join Nathan and the rest of the Patreon subscribers and support the podcast, get bonus material, bonus episodes. There's a and maybe one day when we have advertisements, <laughs> ad free episodes, ad free episodes. Uh, be sure to go to patreon.com slash GITN podcast. That is the uh, link to uh, 
support us and keep the lights on. <laughs> okay, it's not keeping the, uh, not keeping the lights on, but that's. I like displaying the things. I'm like cargo van all white. Yes, it was a fat joke. I know, but I don't acknowledge fat jokes. My get, double chin does. I get offended easily. But that's really all the business. But tonight, like I said, we are doing Jeffrey Dahmer, the Milwaukee cannibal. Yeah, this is gonna be a this this is gonna be a stretch. We're gonna be pushing our time our our preferred time limit. That's okay. There's yeah. so much information on this motherfucker. Yeah, so uh Travis is gonna carry the load on here. I'm just gonna sit here and look pretty and probably drink, get drunk. Plus, oh, hell I might pass out fuck. Plus out the printouts. Me. Can't forget the printouts for the added information that I don't have handwritten. All right, so Travis, Jesus Christ. whenever you want to start, I'm going to take a shot. You can. I'm going to start drinking. I'm just going to sit here, push some buttons every now and then. All right, you twiddle fucks and cock boy piece of shit, motherfucking dick face, cock goblin, semen suppositories. This is why I drink. Tonight on... Ghosts in the night. We have the Milwaukee cannibal or the Milwaukee monster, Jeffrey Dahmer. One of the most prolific serial killers in American history with the stupidest, laziest fucking names of all time. Not his real name. The the Milwaukee cannibal. No shit. That's a little bit on the nose, don't you think? Jeff, why don't you go back to your fucking desk and rewrite that but one, you fucking douche. Isn't that the media's job to give these theories? Exactly. Well, like, what Milwaukee. the fuck? Where was fucking, where was what's his tits? The, uh, the editor-in-chief from Spider-Man to be throwing sh- cameras at people and shit over these stupid fucking titles. I'm telling you what. Oh, uh, in, uh, what movie was that? I don't know. There's been about a million movies made. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I think if I was going to be a serial killer, which I'm not. Yet. Maybe, maybe not. Um, Get one more in while you're talking in the beginning of this. I would want to actually have a good... I'd be pissed if they didn't give me a good name. But with the Milwaukee Cannibal or Milwaukee Monster, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that douchebag, it's It's Wisconsin. Would you expect anything more from Wisconsin? I mean, let's face it. I'm not that concerned about it. I wouldn't expect them to come up with a really good poetic name. Right? The cheesehead grater? Yes. I mean, come on. All right. I mean, considering, I mean, I'm not trying to. They very well could could have just called him the Packer. That hits a couple nails on the head. And he did work in a chocolate factory. Which we will touch on later. <laughs> that's that's actually kind of funny, actually. All right, again, go ahead. We get back back on track. Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer, if you will. Uh, Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer was born on May twenty first, nineteen sixty, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He was the first of two sons born to uh, Joyce Annette and Lionel Herbert Dahmer. So, uh, is it, what, what is the t- term for that when you take your dad, when you have, like, your dad's name as your middle name? Uh, is it like a half-ass junior? I don't know. I'm not aware of an uh, actual name for that. But it is a stupid Okay, so uh, just a little background. Joyce, his mother, was a teletype uh, machine instructor, which, in case you didn't know, a uh, teletype machine is a electromechanical typewriter um, that is used to 
uh, communicate message typed messages from A to B through a simple electrical electro electrical communication channel. I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up. Yeah, say that. Uh, whereas Lionel was a chemistry student at Marquette University and later became a research chemist. Good call, Dad. You totally didn't help with this situation. Oh, he uh, helped. He really helped as he got older. Yes. Now, some say at his in his younger years, as a, as a wee lad, as an infant, even that uh, Jeffrey was deprived of attention and love and stuff like that. But from what I read, most accounts say that he was like doted upon in a way. He was not neglected. Yeah. Emotionally, I would by say. both his parents. Right. Yeah. So there's that. Somebody's lying. But uh. First factor in serial killerness in this story is his mom, Joyce, was super greedy for the attention and the pity of other people, and she would argue with her husband and the neighbors all the time. Like a woman in that time frame would. They didn't have much else to do. I mean, she had she was she had a job and I shit. I know, but still, I don't know. So anyway, excuse me. Now, when Jeffrey's going into elementary school, uh, Lionel's studies kept him at school or work a lot of the time. And when he was home, uh, his super crazy, bitchy, hypochondriac wife was screaming for attention and staying in bed for extended periods of time very regularly due to her depression. And allegedly, quote-unquote allegedly, probably happened, attempted suicide one time using Equinol, which is basically an anxiety pill. It's like a, a tranquilizer of sorts. Okay. <sighs> so that's a good start for young Jeffrey. Now, Je- Dahmer went from a uh, normal, happy life uh, and happy kid to being more subdued due to a double hernia surgery right before his fourth birthday. That's kind of odd, isn't it? Well, the, the psychiatrists looked into it and they said it, like, it, it was... It was like his manifestation of the feeling of being helpless in that bed, of not being able to do anything or get up when he was afraid and wanted to. So it kind of like manifested itself later in his life as a young child. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Science or psychology, which is science to an extent. So they say. Yeah. Not in the Lord's book. So um, because of that, Dahmer was a quiet and timid boy. And uh, one of his teachers actually said that in his early years, or in his years in her studious watch, she saw the early signs of abandonment, um, which got worse due to his mom's illnesses, which got worse when she got, uh, I don't know what that word is. Oh, when she got pregnant. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. Postpartum, during partum, again partum. Having another kid. Full though. scope partum. Full spectrum partum. Hmm. Full spartum. Okay. Fuck you guys. We're winging this shit. <laughs> Dude, kind of. There's so much. I'm like, I'm, tr- I'm going to make a... Like, I'm getting through this in one episode. If I have to skip a couple murders, I will, because they're actually very repetitive once you get to a certain point. There is a block, like a one-year block, where they're pretty much always the same MO. He, yeah, he was And the same... Yeah. I will give him that. That fucker was consistent. Um, so October 1966, the Dahmer family moved to Doylestown, Ohio. Oh, H. Ohio. Um, 
and Jeffrey was given the chance to name his newborn newborn brother, and he decided to name him David. Huh. Yes. Now, David was born the same year that their father graduated and started working as an analytical chemist in nearby Akron, Ohio. Dahmer became fascinated with the dead animals and at a very young age, and his dad actually remembers and reminisces and recounts um, removing animal bones from under the family home, and Jeffrey was extremely tickled by the sound that the bones made clanking against each other. I mean, who doesn't like the sound of bones? This is how in-depth I got into this. I don't even have to look at this for the next handful of notes. So after this occurrence, Jeffrey then would go around the house and under the house and in the woods around the house looking for animal bones, and when he would find them, he just loved them, and he would call, refer to them as his fiddlesticks. So basically, uh, he was exhibiting homosexual tendencies at an early age using fiddlesticks. Was fiddlesticks a thing? Yeah, it's actually. Like a game? I think so. I know tiddlywinks. I I don't know. I think it was. I don't know. I think so. I'm not sure. It sounds like it comes from the era of the big wooden wheel with the fucking stick. You know, the kids with the stupid tall I'm sure somebody will let us know. Wearing like wooden shoes and carrying their books around with belts but as you like to point out i am old i have heard the term the phrase fiddlesticks i've heard it before i just didn't know if it was like a, a an actual like a game a children's game or or ow sorry i cracked all my knuckles are cracking because of the cold weather fuck you guys patreon pledge so i can buy some fucking working hands i'm poor god damn it can't you see how poorly fed i am i'm wasting away in front of your eyes so, um, you keep wasting. We're going to have to zoom, put the camera further back. Anyway, shut up. Um, so, as he was looking for bones and stuff, he found himself exploring, exploring the That's bodies of live animals. That's what we'll call it, exploring. Right. To to like basically in his mind, he was like mapping where their bones were, which had he turned into like a taxidermist. Yeah, which he he said later after arrest, he was like, it could have just manifested as a normal hobby like taxidermy. Yeah, because that's normal. There's hella fucking high school kids walking around stuffing fucking bobcats and, and minks and, I don't know, other exotic animals. Animals. That's the second time that's happened in the history of this podcast. What? Animals. Animals. Um, We're early. I'm not even drunk yet. So uh, jump ahead to... Uh, 1968, the family moved to Bath Township, Summit County, Ohio. I don't know where the fuck that is. Um, and on this one and a half acre piece of land, there was a hut. I'm assuming it was like a tool shed. Um, and this is where uh, Jeffrey started to collect insects, like dragon, large insects particularly, like dragonflies and moths, and the skeletons of small animals like chipmunks and squirrels and, you know, uh, chupacabras, uh Baby Mothmen, stuff like that. You know, normal everyday kid shit. Um, and some of those animals he actually preserved in jars of formaldehyde and stashed in the hut. Which, second pe- question, what the fuck is a kid doing with formaldehyde? Well, his dad was a scientist, basically. Fair enough, I guess. But, like, you don't question it. You don't go, hey, where'd my formaldehyde go? Or, like, hey, Jeff, what do you need this formaldehyde for? You huffing this shit? Are you on the wham bammers? Are you taking are you are you are you fucking snorting fiddlesticks? 
Speaking of fiddlesticks. You little cockmonger. Jamie filled us in on the fiddlesticks. Okay. Thanks to Jamie, fiddlesticks are traditional instruments used to add percussion to old-time and Cajun fiddle music, allowing two people to play the fiddle at the same time. Thank you, Alex. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Is he dead? Oh, uh, yeah. He finally passed. Did he? I mean, I give that motherfucker credit. I just remember the one episode right, right after he got re-diagnosed and they were doing double Final Jeopardy and the girl like bet all their money and was like, we love you, Alex. And he started to tear up on TV. I mean, he fought that shit. Oh, dude, I felt so bad. Time. I loved Alex. I loved Jeopardy. I used to watch Jeopardy with my dad when I was a kid. I used to watch Jeopardy, but watch reruns and people think I'm smart. <laughs> That's how I roll, bitches. I DVR'd that shit and studied it. <laughs> anyway. So um, one night when Jeffrey, young Jeffrey, young Hefe, if you will, was eating dinner with his family, they were having chicken. They were eating th- that old El Pollo Loco. Or what, what is it from Breaking Bad? Los, Los Pollos Hermanos, the chicken brothers. Um, and he asked his dad what would happen if the chicken bones were put into bleach, which his dad, Lionel, got excited by this because he figured it was just a, his son through showing a curiosity in science and showed him how to safely bleach and preserve animal bones. Which, cool, 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 all good. Like, that, that's, I mean, like, as a kid, I probably would have been interested in that if my dad knew that and wanted to show it to me. You know, all, all, all good, all how good. Was, how was old? Herbie going realize he, yeah. he could not realize his son's going yeah, to grow up. quiet on the Western Front. There, you can't. Yeah. You never know that he's going to try to mind fuck people to death. Um, so Jeffrey decided, started to uh, preserve and collect animal bones and began to collect dead animals, which included roadkill. Throw that one in there because it's kind of gross. That is gross. Fair place to get a fucking dead animal for a small child, though. I guess. I mean, it's kind of easy pickings, but okay. Yeah, I'd want more of a challenge. Get the fuck out of here, the Beatles from the Jungle Book animated movie. The the little weird Joma kid's coming to take a food. We should peck his fucking eyes out. He looks like he likes the penis. (laughs) Was that your John Lennon impersonation? That's spot on. That's all Uh, the Beatles impersonation. Except Ringo. Yeah, because Ringo didn't talk until 1984. Um, Anyway. So Dahmer would uh, dissect the roadkill and bury them by the hut. Occasionally, he would place the skulls on top of makeshift crosses. None of this is working its way towards serial killerness. Not at Not all. Not a bit. I don't I'm see what sure the problem is. Fucking Richard Ramirez had a more normal fucking childhood than this guy. Um. So, uh, one of his childhood friends, I f- almost put that in quotations because I feel like that's almost a joke to say that about this dude. Said that uh, he remembers Dahmer, uh, that he was curious about how animals, f- said to him that he was f- curious about how animals, quote, fitted together. First off, did you skip English class, stupid? Second, not, see, if he had said that without the collection of animals, it would be creepier. It would be weirder. It would be a bigger red flag. Probably. But you throw in the collection of animals and the heads on crosses, <laughs> then well, it becomes kind of a... I mean, yeah. I mean, it, should be, it makes my this guy's not a serial killer dick a little softer. I mean, my spidey senses are going off. Would be going off like a motherfucker right now. But I'm just special like that. Yeah. I mean, but we didn't have the, the, the common knowledge of all this shit about serial killers that we did now back then. You know what I'm saying? 
Like Ted Bundy hadn't happened. Gacy hadn't happened. All the modern serial killers weren't really. What year thing. was he born again? Dahmer, sixty. Yeah. Sixty. Yeah. So this would be it's still early in the sixties, probably late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. yeah. Which I'd like to do Bundy too. Oh, we'll do Bundy because Bundy was a sex machine. Unfortunately, what's the difference between women and onions? They both make you cry. I know that. Ha! Huh. What? Ted Bundy doesn't cry when he cuts women. Oh. (laughs) 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 Anyway. (laughs) We will definitely not a comedy podcast. So in 1975, Dahmer decapitated a dog carcass. Then he nailed it to a tree and impaled the skull to a stick behind the house. Later, inviting a friend to see it, claiming that he had just happened to stumble upon it like that. I mean, we had a good Val, Vad the Impaler impersonation. I mean, yeah. He's, he's on the right track. Yeah, he's fucking crushing it right now. So um, the year that uh, Lionel taught Jeffrey how to preserve the bones, his mother started taking more medication, which led to less real interaction and less of a relationship with his mom, as is tradition. And then we jump ahead a little bit. We get to high school. In high school, Jeffrey Dahmer was seen as an outsider and had started drinking by the age of 14, My and man. was getting drunk in school by this point. I don't see what the fuck. I kind of like this motherfucker right now. Right now. I mean, I'm, I'm digging it. So, uh, one classmate actually asked Dahmer about his drinking. Um, he was, I, I, saw, I heard and saw a couple different accounts of this. He was either drinking scotch or gin, from my understanding, during school hours, and Dahmer told him that the alcohol was his quote-unquote medicine. Well, it is. Not at fucking 14 years old. Hey, we all have... We the all 14 years old medicine still tastes like bubble gum. I, I have no issues with this. Or it gets put gently into the, the, the first level of the hell that is your butthole by your trusted family doctor. If good old Jeffrey wants to sip on some gin and juice during fucking recess, by all means. Fair get your swerve on, baby. Um, so he was a quiet, strange kid and effeminate... Very feminine, I guess. Which I guess in the in the early seventies, that, that that's not saying much. Well, everybody was. It's all fucking crying, pussy. You're a man. You stow that shit until you kill yourself or die. I, you know, now we're getting into my closer to my birth. You know, yeah, that's how it was. You know, men don't don't this have is the eight, this is the nineteen seventies. Bite my <laughs> ball sack. Um. Now, this being said, teachers said that he was actually polite and really smart, but had average-ass grades. It's probably because he was fucking drunk all the time. <laughs> he was fucking hammered. Yeah, I bet you I couldn't pass a fucking calculus exam if I was fucking pissed drunk by third period. I mean, P.E. was a bitch when you're drunk. Speaking of, he was actually also apparently a very good tennis player, and he was also in the school band for a short period of time. Now, uh, once puberty started to hit old Hefe, um... He came to the realization that he was gay. Nothing wrong with that. All good. And with the, your boat. Yeah. And he was actually in a short relationship with another teenage boy, but they had never had any type of intercourse. Just a lot of heavy Which is nor, uh, also petty. normal. A little heavy petty. I didn't really find much on that. I would imagine a little heavy but petty. also very normal. Like, whether it be a heterosexual, homosexual, any type of sexual relationship for a young teenage kid... To be in a relationship and not actually have anything physical happen, that's normal. You're just exploring your sexuality. Yeah. Um, Without driving Or or discovering it, even. Right. 
So um, at this point, around high school, around his, around that his 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 uh, PP make yogurt time. Um, the fuck, motherfucking YouTube. Is that an ad? Uh, I wonder if I don't have that problem. I have YouTube Premium. Uh, now. <clears throat> this is when he started fantasizing about dominating con- and controlling a completely submissive male partner in his early teens. And then these fa- these fantasies just happened to focus on the chests and torsos of whoever he had in his mind later evolving to include dissection. I don't... I focus on the chest and torsos myself. I'm more of an ass man, but, you know, I'm to not. each their own. We all have our own cross to bear. But as I as I said, these these fantasies later evolved into having dissection as part of them, which now now we're getting a little weird. We'll get to that, but no. Manchesties and and penises and buttholes, fine. Dissection, questionable. Oh, very much so. If not full on red flag. Yes, I mean, if he was erect during science class, you know. Dissecting the frog. He's, he's just sitting there like, look at that frog's gallbladder. Oh, God, oh. it looks it just, it just looks just like Stuart from third period's epidermal fucking, I don't know. I don't know any epidermals. I know what an epidermis is. I don't know any epidermal. Uh, go fuck yourselves. I've had a long weekend. Long weekend. I'm trying to be funny for you. I could just take my shirt off or like show you my dick. That'll give everybody a good chuckle. They'll be like, look at it. We In the comment section or in the chat room, they say, zoom in, zoom in. We can't no, see shit. No, they'll be like, throw some pepper at it. Maybe it'll come out and sneeze and we can see it. It's like. This is why we get horrible reviews. Yeah, it's like that worm that eats people in the sand in Star Wars. Can't see it, but it's dangerous. It's there. You know it's there. You can't see it, but it's going to hurt you when it gets there. Or at least maybe not hurt, maybe just annoy <laughs> Anyway, Jesus Christ. So around 16 years old, uh, old Jeffrey came up with a plan to attack and sexually use uh, the unconscious body of a male jogger that he found attractive. Uh, So he actually went ahead with hiding in the bushes with a baseball bat, but to his dismay, this man did not go jogging on that particular path that day, and he just laid there looking like a fucking creepy asshole. Think about this motherfucker. How, How long, long do you think he stayed there before he was like, well, I guess just, how fucking shitty it would be if like he's fucking like, well, I guess he's not going to show up and he's uh, just trudging his way through the forest and he just hears as the guy runs past and he's like, fuck. He's like, all I do is drink fucking scotch at school and jack off to dude bodies. I can't catch this physically fit Adonis. Uh, Yes. But think about this fucker. How lucky is he? Right? Like, you just chose that day to not be healthy? Like, you went to White Castle and McDonald's and just sat at home and, like, fucking finger-popped your asshole while you watched Walter Cronkite talk about dead people and or stuffed he, your fucking face? He probably spent the morning bitching about his wife made him fucking vacuum the or clean the toilet or something. He's cussing her out. Or given the and, time period, he just fo- smoked a fat doobie and then went to teach his fucking philosophy class at the local community college. That's true. That is very true. That you time. go any jogging today, Professor Campbell? Um, no, it's actually jogging, bro. It's a soft J. I will say, you know, the late the seventies, early seventies, shitty generation, shitty. 
Mm. Kind of dorky. Late eight or late seventies. All right. Kind of cool. I don't know. I wasn't around for a while. No, you you had a few years to yeah. Eighties. Suck balls. Although my soul and my mind is eternal, my body does have an age. You heard it first. He's a vampire. Satan is my god. Oh, don't say that. We've covered enough Satan bullshit for the oh, last three Oh, I found this weeks. really sick fucking brand that has an app. I downloaded the app. Yeah. Dude, they have a whole section of clothing. That One is the satanic panic section, and the other one is just, like, stuff to basically say fuck. Like, there's one that's, like, that I want to buy, even though I'm not a Satan worshiper. I don't believe in Satan. But, like, it says on the back, it was like, I worship Satan and so do my friends. And if this shirt offends you, good. That's exactly why I fucking bought it or something along those lines. You, that just summarizes, summarizes Satanism to a T right there. Yeah. And then the other option that I've talked about on here before is the metalhead version of that. What's Chug that? whiskey, eat pussy, hail Satan. Right. You, that, was my, that was my favorite part of last week's episode at the end. Yeah, I want that fucking hoodie so bad. I'm gonna start an Amazon wish list for uh to put on the podcast feed. <laughs> Actually, it's all be fucking parts to add to the show. Excuse me. Now Dahmer himself admitted that that was his first attempt to actually attack somebody. Right. He's dipping his toes in the water. He's testing it. Complete failed, but that's okay. Yeah, you stupid fucking idiot! You can't even you can't even attack and. Whatever the fuck you were going to do with the guy, right? You piece of shit. Go back to drinking scotch and playing in the band. Stupid. So, um, even though he was an odd outcast-ish type of person with a weird demeanor in school, he was known as a class clown. And one of the things that he liked to, he liked to pull pranks that they would call doing a Dahmer. And some of these pranks involved <laughs> pretending that he had cerebral palsy and faking seizures in class or in local stores. I'm laughing. I don't think that's fucking funny though for like the the, the It's kind of funny. The idea of it is funny, but the the execution is not funny. You know what I mean? Like especially right. in school. Like uh, what happens if there's that one quiet episode? Is she just lighting us up over here? Why? I keep smelling fart. But just bait little tiny fart. Probably Bitch, stop Chalupa. eating your fucking chalupas, chalupa covers, gorditas know, that you fucking used to advertise in the nineties. You sure it's just not you? No, it'd be way worse if it was me. We all know I'm dying from the inside. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so who'd pretend he had Bell's palsy and fucking seizures? Well, who hasn't it? Doing a Dahmer, just having a little silly joke time at school. That. Teacher pissed her pants and called 911. Ha ha, doing a Dahmer. That would change. The Dahmer would, has a new meaning here. I mean, really, he was, he's like Andy Kaufman. He, he's, a, he's a comedian ahead of his time. Well, that's the thing. When you're this, you're either going to be a serial killer or a comedian. Take your pick. It could go either way. Yeah, kind of. a 50-50 shot. Kind of. Yeah. I've said that multiple times. Like I, I, I feel like I, I could have gone down the road of like just not giving a fuck and possibly killing somebody or not even maybe not even killing myself or killing myself killing somebody but just like not giving a fuck that I just break all the laws and I just ended up in prison 
I think we've all been. But instead, I just decided to be a fucking workhorse that cracks jokes and, like, hurts himself and laughs. Well, doesn't hurt himself on purpose, but gets hurt and laughs about it and is just, you know, a harmless psycho. And a phenomenal podcaster. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. Logitech. Anyway. I guess I could do that real quick, but fuck. Um, so, where was I? Okay. In 1990, 1997, in 1977, uh, this is when Dahmer's parents decided to divorce. Um, they had been arguing a lot from Jump, and on top of that, um, they did try counseling. Obviously, that didn't work very well. And That's Lionel it. also found out that his wife engaged in a short affair. Oh, that biatch. Cheating whore. I mean, it happens, but fully understand why you want to break up after that. Uh, yeah. I'm not here to judge anybody. I think it's kind of a fucked up thing to do. But, you know, your son ended up being the most well-known serial killer in the, in the history of the United States. Mm-hmm. You got to drown your sorrows in somebody's fucking donger. Lionel was busy fucking splitting atoms. He was see if he was splitting her fucking atoms, then it wouldn't be a problem. That was a long way to go for that fucking joke. Yeah, I didn't even. I, it wasn't a joke until I started talking. <laughs> this shit just comes to you. Yeah, I, I've given up on writing my one-liners in. They're not as good. No, they're better off the cuff. Goddamn right. Just like fucking Lionel's wife was off his cuff. She's on somebody else's cuff. Links. Which are sausages, penis, adultery, phallic looking. I I'm I'm following you along. I'm following. I can follow your picking up your what I'm putting down. Day. Yeah, I, you smelling I, what I'm cooking? I can follow. If you, you smell, <laughs> what Dahmer will be cooking later on in this episode when we continue, or boiling one of the two, amongst other things. Um, so yeah, uh, because of this, um. His dad moved out of the house uh, in early 1978. He left the cheating whore. Good job, man. Um, so we get we jump ahead. Here we go. We we get a little bit of a, a little bit of a taste, a little a little taste of the dammer, the dachmer. Um. So in 1978, the big D. Three months after graduating, uh, Jeffrey was living in the family home by himself. Which is an interesting, I mean. That's a good start. I mean, Kids totally aren't going to do stupid possibly, shit. What possibly could go wrong when we got a 17-year-old living by himself? Yeah, I feel like I was who, like the only high school kid that didn't have a party in my dad's house when he wasn't there. Who already has a drinking fucking problem. Right. I mean, I don't see what could go wrong. Yes. Where the fuck is child services now? You leave a kid alone in a car for three and a half minutes. And you're getting butt-fucked by the fucking rule book. Which... It, I agree with that shit. If it's fucking oh, 90 degrees, don't leave your kids and your dogs in the car. They get fucked too. up. Leave it running. Take them inside. Do something. Here's how. Don't be I, a dick. When my, Give them a fucking fan and a bottle of water. I was always paranoid of that shit. When I was, uh, when my oldest was a baby after my first child, uh, I was paranoid. You know, because this is 98-ish, and that, that was big news back then. That shit was going on, like, all the time. Kids dying in cars. I was fucking paranoid. I would like forget to take her drop because that was what I my job. Got the little shit ready, even baby, and took her to, <laughs> took her to daycare. You'd stop at the gas station, get cigarettes, and leave her in there for like 
48 seconds and you come out and she's like noticeably smiling and laughing through the window and you forgot that you left her in there you like take off your fucking your your justin ostrich skin cowboy boot and like throw it directly at the window she's standing in front of and just shatter auto glass all in her face like are you okay she's like i was you fucking asshole i was just sitting here jamming to my goddamn mickey mouse fucking cd and you threw a goddamn fucking three inch stiletto at my head but i was paranoid of that shit i, oh, I, I mean rightfully so, I get, especially with your first kid i get like, to work not that you should do it with <laughs> i'm not saying it's better to leave oh, your second kid second in the car kid, you don't give a fuck <laughs> but yeah like everybody's but, fucking everybody's fucking paranoid and scared of shit with their first but kid i would like get to, drop her off in daycare get to work and i'd check was she, was she in the car? yeah then i you know at that time you know I, you know I would, oh i still do shit like that you know, you know how many times I check that a door is locked when I lock, like before I go to bed or something. Oh, I do it no less than seven times. But I would, and I count. But I, I'm pretty sure I have like OCD or, or honestly, like I've thought about like I might have like Asperger's or something like that. You're on the spectrum for sure, dude. Like I do. Like I, I, I find my. I'll just like randomly chime in. Like, like pop my like my something in my brain will pop and I'll realize like I'll be taking out trash at work, which I work in a restaurant, so like. If I'm opening and I'm taking out trash around four when I leave, that's my trash, any trash in the kitchen that needs to go out, and all of the boxes that were created that day. So I could be taking three, four, five trips. And I'll do I'll be out there like about to throw my cigarette and realize I'll be like 135, 135, 135 steps. I've counted every step that I've taken to and from the dumpster on every fucking trip that I've been out here. I do it all the time. Like I count stairs. I automatically count stairs no matter what. Yeah, you you got a little rain man going on. It's weird. I I wasn't always like that though. It literally happened in the last like two years. Hmm. But I would literally even I also stop smoking a lot more weed. A lot I smoke a lot less weed during that time period. I'm sorry. So maybe I was like I was dumbing I was dumbing down my dumb downedness. Yes, but I would <laughs> I would fucking you know be out the day because at that time I would you know I would didn't work in a single location. I'd yeah. be out on the road. I'd be driving. I was like, oh yeah, you when you were a lot lizard. No, I was. I owned a sucking off. I owned truckers. a landscaping company, and I was out on the road. That's what they call it. Yes, but I was like, did I drop her off at daycare, dude? Right? And when did you, I drop her off at daycare, or is is that weird sound that I thought I heard from my trailer behind my <laughs> truck? Her tiny little head bouncing off the fen the wheel well. But here's how <laughs> ba- here's how bad I am about it. I still. Well, I'm not so I did. I, I I know where you're coming from. I have literally like thought I heard something or something when I was driving and like gone around the block and come back and driven by like, okay, yeah, there, there's no there's no dead children. We're good. But I was in the car back, before, you know, last year, two years ago, or a year and a half ago, with my youngest, who is now. Pardon me on the fucking audio. That was probably gross. She is, but it's cold. Fuck you. She's out of high school. She's graduated. She's 18. Going. You are 16, going on She is an adult. No, not in fuck. Is it legally even an adult? If you can't buy cigarettes until you're 21, what the fuck? But we went somewhere, and we were pulled into the gas station, and I said, come on, let's go. She goes, I'll stay in the car. I was like, no, you're not staying in the fucking car. Did you you go to, have you ever gone to check for her, but she's an adult now? So, like, instead of, like, your reaction you would have had when she was a little kid, you go to, like, check for her, but since she's an adult, she's closer to you because she's bigger, and you're just like, Face palm her fucking head into the window on accident. No, I've never done that. Like, what? sorry, <laughs> sorry. Good to up. see you were okay until I got my hands on you. But I would literally say, no, you're not staying in the car by yourself. And she's 17, 18 years old. <laughs> Lock the fucking doors. And we're I'm, in Liberty Center. 
Lock the fucking doors. That guy in the yellow Maserati could be coming back at any time. There's a white minivan right down the street. I saw it. We passed it. It had windows. That's erroneous. You don't know. They could have the blinds on the inside. That's true. All right. Let's get back to Darwin. We've sidetracked enough of this shit. I don't even remember. I got to find where I was. Uh, Okay. Got it. Oh, yeah. Um, so he was living alone, alone in the family home in 1978, and on June 18th, he picked up a hitchhiker named Stephen Mark Hicks, who was on his way to a concert in Chippewa Fall, Chippewa Lake Park. Chippewa. Um, and he got him to come back to the home with the uh, the promise of a few beers, bro. <laughs> Work on me. That's a pretty good way to do it. Um, so after a few hours of drinking and listening to music, when Hicks wanted to leave, Dahmer hit him in the head with a 10-pound dumbbell a couple times and then used the dumbbell to strangle him. And then he stripped his body and he explored his chest and hands and then stood over his corpse while he masturbated. Wait a minute. Did you say he explored his chest? Yeah. It was a fucking dude. There should be no chest to be exploring. Well, if you're gay, the human body is the human body. If you find it attractive, you find it attractive. It's just like anybody else. We've all done it where you sit there and like you trace the fucking little lines of their muscles or whatever. Maybe like twirl their chest hair. What the fuck are you talking about? That's what I do to myself. No, you don't because you have no, you're Asian. You have no chest hair. Don't act like, don't. we've all done something of that sort. Don't act like you've never woken up in the middle of the night and taken a piss and you started to like scratch your belly. And then you just kind of tickled it because you're like, hmm. No. Am I the only one? Yes. Okay. I guess I'm fucking weird. Who'd have thought? So, uh, we again. Might, we might need to rethink see, this you partnership. Didn't, you, just, you just fucking glanced over the even weirder part. What? After he did that, he stood over the corpse while he masturbated. He bukkakied him. <laughs> you know. I don't know how I don't think they offer that cream pie on Pornhub. It's outside. It's not a cream pie. I know. I'm trying to think of something. I I got nothing. I got no porn, dead people porn references. I don't want to. I haven't haven't searched that on Pornhub. I will do that later on tonight. So the next day, he dissected Hicks' body in the basement and buried him in the backyard. Good stuff. Um, a few weeks later, he dug him up and removed the flesh from his bones and used acid to dissolve the flesh and flushed that shit down the toilet. Hmm. Yeah. Where um, does one go buy acid? Right? I thought that throughout the fucking dictation of all of these notes. I mean... Like, literally, like multiple different kinds of acid. Well, this one, he, he I, I can't remember, Soylex or something like that, I think is what he started with. I don't, it's some. It's a combination of multiple things. I think you can buy it like a hardware store back then. Huh. I mean, but it does graduate to other shit that I was like, how the fuck? I mean, where does one go about? I'd obviously be a shitty serial killer. I don't know. Maybe he was cool with Ted Kaczynski. Maybe. Wrong time period. Well, no, not really. Uh, Ted Kaczynski was a fucking fascinating human being. Just due to his, his massive level of intelligence. And plus he's MK altered. Well, yeah. I mean, that was all. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that. No, he but he was smart as oh. shit. Well, Kaczynski was right about a lot of shit. He, yeah. His manifesto predicted a lot of the shit that's going on yeah. right now. Yeah. He was anyway. a visionary. So, uh, a little crazy, but a visionary. So around this time, uh, he also crushed the bones with a uh, sledgehammer, scattered them in the woods behind his house. That seems like way too much work. 
uh, from what I read, I believe it was this one that said that whole process took him like two hours. That's dedication. That's I, what I'm saying. He was on the ball. I don't even have that kind of follow through. I can't even like jerk off, take a shit, and take a shower in two hours. I need two hours just to play with my nipples and get myself ready. Light a couple candles, you know, spend an hour and 42 minutes or scrolling through suggested videos at the bottom of the video that I've chosen on the porn website just because I'm like, oh, that one looks good. Well, I'm glad you're heavy on the foreplay with yourself. Oh, yeah. I like to punch myself in the taint a couple times. Ow. You know, put my belt around my neck, Robin Williams style. David Carradine. Robin Williams didn't kill himself. Personal opinion. Neither did Chris Cornell or... Chester. Chester Pennington? No, they did not. I do not think they did. Neither did fucking... If they killed themselves, so did Jeffrey Epstein. But I digress. So, August 1978, Dahmer enrolled in the Ohio State University, only to drop out after three months. Hey, wait a minute. We live in Ohio. Fuck you for saying the. It's the. You hoity-toity... I'm not from Ohio. Hoity-toity I'm not. I'm not a fuck I. I, I hate know. that shit. The... The bunch of douchebags. Anybody who p- decides to put the... The only one that should put a the or the in front of it is Miami. And it's just because they are known as the you. And they say the you. It's not the you. Yeah, I don't... Th- who gives a shit? We're arguing fucking... We're arguing semantics here. Ohio State. I don't dislike Ohio State, but you fucktards quit saying the. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh... Again, in August 1978, he enrolled in Ohio State University. I didn't even write down what he majored in because within three months he was gone because all he did was fucking get drunk. Well, yeah, he had like a point. He had like a point oh four GPA or some shit like that. His blood alcohol level was higher. Yeah, he was. He just failed every fucking thing. But then again, who hasn't been there? I've been to college. My alcohol level was higher than my GPA. I didn't go to college until I was like 22 or 23. So anyway. So, uh, January 1979, Dahmer enlisted in the U.S. Army. Sounds like and if you know anything about Dahmer, he enlisted in the wrong fucking branch. He should have been in the Navy. <laughs> you can sail the seven Steves in the Navy. You can put dudes on their knees in the <laughs> Navy. You'll get semen in your eye. Wow, how long did it take you to think of that one? <laughs> I just did that off the top. Ah, Fuck. All right. Well, I'm just saying, he's basically, he's um, the murderous version of a village people. That's a stereotype, damn it. Oh, well. (laughs) It'll be okay. Fuck that. It's okay to stereotype people like Jeffrey Dahmer. Are you sure about that? Yeah, that's just like, if I happen to make a certain joke about one of his professions later in life, I don't care. It's just like he also may have gotten raped at one point in his life. And good. He did get raped at one yes, point. Yes, good. But that story, are you going to That's get to- funny. <laughs> it's actually funny. It's, it's the only karma time. Karma is a motherfucking It's the only bitch. time that I've found rape funny and been like, you know what? Good. Considering where he was at at the time, what he was doing. Yes. It's the only <laughs> time I've ever been like, you know what? I'm glad but you got he, raped. Foreshadowed. He should have been used to it. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. So um, he went through training in Texas and then he was deployed to... Baumholder West Germany with the Nazis, with the Germans, if you will. Um, and he was uh, deployed as a combat medic. Go figure. Um, well, he was good with a couple. Yeah, now, and acid. 
Yeah, and this was in 79. Now, by March of 1981, he was deemed unsuitable for military service because of his alcoholism and was honorably discharged because the military didn't see any of his issues t- to be a threat, to be a problem for the uh, the public. That's why he got an honorable discharge. But I'm just saying, instead of putting serial killers in jail, put them in the army. Let them kill for free. You want to kill? Here you go. Yeah, but it's not I'm like you can facetious. control who they kill. Well, you know, there's a risk to everything. Okay, we I move. mean, how many drones have? How many drones yeah. have dropped bombs on fucking weddings? Yeah. So I that's mean, let's true. don't let's don't nitpick. We don't really give a fuck that much. No, but he. <laughs> I was about to make a fucking racist joke. <laughs> I'm Asian. Am I allowed to do it? He's gonna nitpick, nitpick a little bit later. Oh, we are so fucking off YouTube here soon. It's friendly fire. I don't find it offensive. I don't think it matters. I don't know. I've always said, I hate that shit. I hate people that try to virtue signal me. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I don't find derogatory oriental terms to be offensive. I don't give a fuck. They don't bother me. Everybody everybody else gets offended for you now. It's so stupid. I I know. Anyway, so uh, March 24th, 1981, after debriefing from the military, Dahmer was given a plane ticket to a destination of his choosing, but he felt that he couldn't face his father because of his discharge, and he went to good old Miami Beach, Florida. He took his fucking talents to South Beach like LeBron. (laughs) Well, Dahmer's got real talent. DeBron. I mean... DeBron Jammer. I think if you're going to be a serial killer, Miami would be the place to do it. Worked out for Dexter. Don't get me started on Dexter. Yeah, I heard the new one sucks. It sucks major balls. Give it some time. You never know. I wasn't a fan of Mayans when it first started. No, but, it, but like halfway through the first season, we're going Mayans, off. Really we're going off it. topic here. It lost its magic. It has no zeal in your heart. It's not the same Dexter. It's never going to be the same though. It's literally like a sequel. A sequel. That's what it is. But you know, most sequels, ninety nine point nine percent of sequels suck. Dick. They never compare to the original. Now, a, this should have could have been really good, but they've changed so much, and Dexter's not fucking Dexter. Dexter, the original series, had a formula. They've shit-canned that formula. And plus, there's no Florida anymore. You don't get to see any bikinis. Oh, is he not in Florida? I don't know. I no, he's somewhere shit. in New York. I, I haven't even he's seen like, every episode of actual... The fuck? That's a big change. Yeah, I've been to upstate New York plenty of times. It's a pretty boring area. Well, Great for a guy like that, though. Really, that's apparently we. Oh, that's what they thought, but it's boring for fucking television. Yeah, you just get in there with the Amish folk, and like you're good to go. I mean, You'll find somebody whose last name is Byler instead of saying we got snow. Okay, get back on topic. Fuck that. Oh, Alrighty then. Gather around, children. I'm going to read you a book like George Bush on 9/11. That was good television. That That was good drama right there. You want to see some good drama? Watch the President of the United States actually get told that somebody drove a plane into the World Trade Center while he's reading to small children. It was almost comical. (laughs) His face. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was fucking horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the the tragedies of that day were horrible. But, like, just to see that he just kind of. Huh. 
Uh, his face I do not up. want green eggs and and then he points to it and hands it to the security <laughs> secret service guys. Ham. Ham. I do not like want the Oh, it was it was watching his facial expressions. Sam I am was funny. I do not fun. want it in a b- boat. I do not want to fuck a goat. I don't think he said that to little kids. I would have. Oh, wait a minute. Who are we kidding? He knew that shit was happening. It wasn't a surprise. That guy just whispered in. 9-11, there was... I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't put the blame on anybody because I can't tell you, but there's definitely something fishy about 9-11. Oh, there de- definitely is. But I won't directly put the blame on any one person because there's too much unknown from my point of view because you can't believe everything you hear and see. You know what I'm saying? You know, but you dog? basically what that guy whispered in his ear, it was like... The eagle has landed. The eagle has landed. The eagle collided into the big nest. No, we are joking. Don't get pissy. Yeah, no, as much as I talk shit, like, I am, I'm proud to be an American, because here I can talk my shit. If I was in the great land of Russia, they'd put out a hit on my big fat jab ass. We're gonna have to and then I'd be dead as fucking Stockholm, even though that's not in Russia. <sighs> Ain't no doubt Dahmer loves his man. Cause he is super gay. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm such a child. <laughs> so he went to <laughs> he went to South Beach and he got a job at a deli. And rented a room at a ho- uh, local nearby hotel. He continued his drinking habits and was eventually evicted from the hotel due to lack of payment. So what did he do? He spent nights on the beach drinking and continued to work at the deli. Um, Sounds like a good life. Well, until eventually he did ask his dad if he could come back to Ohio. Excuse me. In September of 1987. 81. Sorry. That's a really shitty one. Um. <laughs> And then uh, two weeks later, he was arrested for drunken disorderly conduct after uh, his dad failed to get him to stop drinking. And Dahmer was sent to live in West Allis, Wisconsin, with his grandmother, who happenstantially happened to be one, the only person in his family that he seemed to show any affection towards. Yeah. So because of this, they hoped that the relationship between them would help her be able to straighten Jeffrey up a little bit. Um, now when he moved in, Jeffrey was helpful with his grandma and, you know, doing chores and responsibilities and stuff like that. Uh, and he followed most of the rules, but he did continue to drink and smoke. Well, of course he did. Fuck you, grandma. You're not my real mom, you bitch. And if you are, we got a real problem. This might explain a lot. So we move forward to August 7th, 1982, when he was arrested for indecent exposure and indicted and convicted because he, uh, but he was only fined uh, $50 plus court costs because he exposed himself to a large group that included women and children. Well, who hasn't? You know, didn't t- he you actually, mean Tuesday? Didn't he actually say he was just urinating? No, this is, that's a different one. Oh, okay. Uh, in 1982, Dahmer got a job as a phlebotomist, but only had the job for 10 months before being laid off. What and is that for us dumb people? Uh, I don't. I didn't even look it up. Something to do with blood work. 
Okay. Isn't a phlebotomist somebody that takes blood, like draws blood and shit? What? I think it is. I don't fucking know. That's why I asked. I don't know. I'm the one telling the story. You're the one running Google, fucker. I, I believe a, phlebo- I I believe a phlebotomist draws you, blood. You obviously put too much emphasis on my intelligence. I, be, I, I, I could be wrong. I am dumb and fucking fat and ugly, but I believe a phlebotomist is like somebody, like if you go to give blood at a blood drive. I know what a hippopotamus is. Hip-hop anonymous? Yes. Hip? Hip-hop? Damn you, you give him all the easy ones. Um, so he was then uh, unemployed, living off money that he got from his grandmother for about two years. Good good guy. Well, Jesus Christ, how much did she make on yeah, Social he's, Security? Damn. He's, he's a great guy. Um, he, and then we get to January 1985. He was hired as a mixer at the Milwaukee Ambrosia Chocolate Factory. Yay, we're at the chocolate factory. We're going to go ahead and just keep moving before somebody makes the obvious joke here. I just want to know, this is a shitty golden ticket to get. All I know is Jeffrey Dahmer was packing fudge. In more ways than one. So many ways. So many ways for about... From what I understand, about 200 different people over the course of his life. Hey, I'm all down. How he didn't get fucking syphilis. This, the world think about know. it. This was free love, bro. How did this motherfucker not catch Yeah, that's right. That was that, It was the mid-80s. Yeah. Huh. How did this fucker not catch AIDS? I mean, I guess it wasn't totally fucking stupid. So uh, shortly after, he started to frequent Milwaukee's gay bars, gay bathhouses, and bookstores. Which I didn't know until this. That I guess Milwaukee had a big gay scene in the eighties. Bookstores. Yeah, I'm assuming they were like porn shops. I'm guessing. I mean, I would hope. God, I would hope. Oh, there's another one. Another interesting one. He also stole a mannequin from a store that he used as jack off fuel until his grandma found it and made him throw it away. Yeah, he used to jack off to a mannequin. The first thing it made me think of was, uh, what was the fucking mannequin head's name that Al Snow had in WWE? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. oh. Damn it. Right? That's the first thing I thought of. The one that said, help me backwards on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What was the name of that? I don't remember. It uh. was like, it was a mix between that or like, what? what is, so that's his Wilson. Wilson! Oh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, uh. As I said, Doc, he he particularly started uh, to frequent the god damn the glare off of that thing is real. Started to frequent the bathhouses and have sexual encounters. Oh look, what's up? Lamont likes your gray beard. Thank you, Lamont. Um, I'm glad somebody likes it. So at this point, he specifically, I guess, started frequenting the bathhouses and having sexual encounters. But uh, he was. <laughs> This is so dark. I don't know why I'm laughing at it. He was getting frustrated by the fact that his partners were able to move. Well, I agree. You don't want your partners to move. I disagree. No. Well, we'll get to that later. I don't think that's anything we need to get to. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't want to you don't want to fish out of water. You want to be controlled movement. I don't know. Like what? Like they reach up like, I love you, Jeffrey. And he's like, stop, you fucking douche. Literally lay there. Don't make it. Well, worse. obviously he didn't like fucking uh, his uh, sexual partners to move because he jacked off the dead guys. Yeah. 
So so uh, on them actually on one of them. He, he came. I still can't think. He of a came way on to his mix Death into Bukaki, except Bukaki with two O's. Bukaki. I I fuck it. I need a drink. <laughs> he was the ghostest with the mostest semen on his chest. Um. So, uh, Fuck me running. so because he was getting irritated by the fact that his sexual partners in the bathhouses could move, he hey, started gotta... to drug them with liquor mixed with alcohol. <laughs> liquor like... mixed with <laughs> liquor. Oh, God. Fuck, I'm... I was doing so well. I got through like six pages of notes without a major fuck up. Did you just drug me? I think this, this is liquor and I alcohol. Would, we both know I don't. Everybody here knows I don't have to drug you to put my penis in your butt. Am I dead? Are you going to kill me? No, because then who's going to do all the editing? <laughs> that is true. Uh, <laughs> I have a question, though. You have to be very... Sorry. Don't be rubbing up on me right now, bitch. There's fucking two six-foot-plus, like, two, what, two forty-five, two fifty-plus men in the same area. I'm just guessing, because I know you're taller than me. I'm, I'm not taller than you, not anymore. Well... Technically. Technically. But, no, I'm about 236. Either way. Okay. I might be about 240. Two six-foot-plus over 200-pound men. Yeah, we're going to run into each other here and there. But getting back to this. Getting back to bathhouses and butt sex. Right. Like God intended. Is there a big Russian mafia scene in uh, Milwaukee? No. Because I think you'd have to be really picky about the bathhouse. We know Russia. I don't think that gay shit goes... Well, uh, would be go over very well in a Russian. Well, battle. from what I understand, it, they they became a thing, and then the gay community in certain cities picked up on what it was, and then there's kind of divide, and you had different types. You had like social bathhouses, and right. then you had like cultural ones. But I'm just saying, if you went in thinking this bathhouse was you know, a gay bathhouse, and well, I mean that's how it, the original bathhouse was, really. But it was a turn back in like a- the Greek and Roman times. That turned out it was a Russian mob bathhouse where they did their business. They'd get a motherfucker killed. Yeah, but I, I mean think. that's how bathhouses became to be a thing. But back then, instead of fucking each other, they were fucking small boys. It's probably still are, but that's, that's a different issue. That's I'm a topic for another day. Yeah, okay. but it, it was like fucking known back in those the olden days. All right, continue with uh, the bathhouses and gay bar scene and gay bookstores so yeah he started drugging people because he got tired of them moving around while they're fucking um so he started drugging with sedatives and uh (laughs) he had his membership to the bathhouse revoked after about 12 of these incidences 12 12 okay approximately 11 is good you've crossed the line with the 12 we can't get to it even numbers are not good we don't like those you better do two at a time and get it to 13 real quick god damn it uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. What? We we lose our twelve. Plot. No, twelve. <laughs> like, why is twelve the deciding factor? A dozen. Think, a dozen's know. the cutoff. I personally would go with one. You hit, you hit more than two. You hit the number two. You hit you're gone. One. If I can, if you can, if I can guarantee you did it well, once. You know, it's easy to drug somebody with. Alcohol and liquor and alcohol. In a bathhouse? Are they serving it in the bathhouse? That's my question. Are they serving the alcohol in the bathhouse? I would imagine. 
I don't know. You, I, feel, I don't know. I've never been to a bathhouse. Don't lie to our viewers. I'm not big on public nudity. Pussy. So in September 8th, 1986, Dahmer was arrested and charged with, here we go, this is what you were talking about, with lewd and lascivious behavior for masturbating in front of two 12-year-old boys by the Kinnickany River. But he said he was just taking all fat fucking piss. And he actually later admitted to these charges and received a year of probation with mandatory counseling. He jacked off in, tw- in front of two 12-year-old boys and got a year of probation with counseling. Uh, well, you know. Uh, the I, justice system is really is really fucking just pouring on the, the good decisions already. And they still are. Yeah. Uh, things never change. Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, don't you? Don't. He's we, not guilty. Oh, well, absolutely not. I do think it would have. I, I, I don't think that he deserved a guilty charge, but I also think it's bullshit because I think if he was a blackmail, I think it would have gone a little differently. Um, well, we. If the cops would have rolled up on a black guy with an AR, it would have gone a lot differently. Especially in that situation. Well, in that situation, the cops weren't doing anything anyway. That's why. I mean, it, that was. We'll get political. Fuck you if you don't like it. The I That was self-fucking-defense. Yes, but if it was a 6'3 dude with dreads, it might not have gone so well for him. I can't disagree, but, I mean, that's an, also an assumption. Given the, given the scenario that was going on. You could tell just by how they rolled up, though. You'd be able to know from Rip. Like with that <coughs> house kid, they were all like, Skyler, put down the gun. But and the- then they roll out, Jamal. Put down the burner. It's not worth it. Like, no. <laughs> but let's be honest. The cops were doing nothing with that. They were jacking themselves off. They were. They stood down. It was because they were scared. I'm not mean, scared for, like, their well-being. They were scared to do anything. Well, they, those cops Which, were, honestly, like, even if, he, even if he had gone to trial for it and gotten off, I feel like that you should... You would not... I wouldn't have not in a little bit have faulted that one of those cops if they would have fucking capped that dude in the leg one time. I'd given given what's going on around you, and you have a, even a white guy turn around with an AR, you just shit. I mean, it's that was a fucked up situation. But here's my here's my issue: the way it was covered, the way that whole thing was covered was fucking nothing but lies. I don't know. My whole issue is stay your dumb ass at home. You had no but, reason to be there in the first place. Well, he was from there. His he worked there. But what do you have to lose? That's like if. The bar was burning down. Rioting was going up here, and they were getting ready to torch the bar. Bye. I uh, see. I, 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 I don't. I don't think I'd take an AR. There, but it ain't my shit on the line. But say, like, I love where I work and everything. During, but it ain't my shit. Say it was during opening. You know, they were open at the time, and maybe there were people in there that you know that we both know that we both consider friends. You gonna sit around and do nothing? I don't see, I'm see, but I'm the first person to be like, uh, I'm realistic. I'll be like, take whatever the fuck you want. Ain't nobody here do shit to you. But my whole point is, the media covered this so wrong. A, he did not kill, he did not shoot one black person. All them motherfuckers were white. Well, I mean, color has nothing to do with it. He didn't shoot anybody. Period. Oh, he killed. He shot. Well, okay. he shot. he didn't shoot anybody outside of the realm of not being imprisoned for it. Well, but which what, is the only thing in question? Three people got shot. Two died. 
Yeah, the only thing in question was whether or not it was within the realm of self-defense, and let's be which honest. all of it was. Which and that's a whole different that's a whole different level of killing. And let's be honest, one of those motherfuckers that got shot, he deserves a medal for. The motherfucker just got out of jail for sir, fucking a kid in the ass. Oh yeah, he never should have been alive anyway. He should have been fucking killed in prison. So the motherfucker, he deserved to die. I say good job, Kyle. Now the other two, whatever. You know, self-defense. But I, I go back to the old Sam Elliott and Roadhouse. A man sticks a gun in your face, you got one of two options. Die or kill the motherfucker. <laughs> and he chose option B. Coors. But, but, you know, with beer. I just, you know, it, it's sad across the board. That whole fucking thing was sad. I just, I, I just think it... It should have never come to that? No. And I do think that it... Like people can argue one way or the other, but I do think it helps shed some light on the fact that uh, uh, that uh, I do stand by the fact that I I don't think if that kid happened to be a black dude, it, he his night would have not have gone um, quite the same. I don't know. I, I understand, but I don't know because the cops weren't doing fucking nothing anyway. They were jacking themselves off. They were standing down. They were just burn the fucking city down. Go ahead, whatever. Yeah, but they all, there also wasn't. For the most part, black people walking around with ARs on their chest. No, they were walking around with fucking guns. They were there were guns. Yeah, not. But that's what people make AR, and that pisses me off about fucking ARs. Everybody says an AR fifteen is an assault rifle. There's no AR does not stand for assault rifle. You dumb motherfuckers. I know, but still, like, would you have a? Would you have a when a, a a a shoulder mount, mounted it's a gun fucking... on your chest as opposed to having one that you can't see? One is more dangerous than the other. It's a thing but called one the... is more intimidating. It's than a the thing other. called the Constitution, motherfuckers. Yeah, but I'd that, that than... is not the time. I much rather have be able to see a fucking gun than having. I agree, but that was no. not the time. I... That was not I the have time to go out with... like that with that hot. Head state. I have an issue with rioting. I don't give a shit as long as you're not doing hitting the mom and pops. Honestly, no, like, if, you're really if you're fucking shit. if you're kicking the windows in on Target, go for it. I don't give a shit. Well, no, if you're burning shit down, fuck you twice. If see, that's what I'm saying. If it if it comes to affect somebody who's not nationally insured, because like I said, I I really I don't give a fuck about what the riot or whatever you want to call it is. It is over. If people want to go fuck up Walmart, I don't fucking fuck care. No. Where am I going to get my shit? Target my sh- or the other Walmart that's four miles I the same distance I in a different my, direction. I need my Chinese shit. But that's always been my thing. Is like just leave the mom and pops alone. I just I just have an issue with burnt. Why like go to Starbucks. I don't give a I fuck. Have an issue Knock with down Starbucks. I don't care. When uh, take all the donuts. When the football out of team Duncan. wins a Super Bowl, I I. I fucking get pissed off the motherfuckers to burn the city down then for winning see that's even stupider <coughs> if you're gonna riot at least do it behind something right. not a, a w oh like, god damn relax fucking people nah. anyway, I mean, really it's just it's just black friday without the sales <laughs> fuck you twice <laughs> god damn it oh you're fucking killing me i saw a meme today that cracked me the fuck up it was one of those like walls of people going into the store it was like i don't know what it is but it's on sale like, I, yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I don't Welcome know. to America. I just, I just don't know. I, 
Let's get back to Dahmer. The land of fucking Black Friday sales, inequality, and misunderstood let's, everybody's. Let's get back to cannibalism. We don't need to be talking about fucking rioting in Fair Wisconsin. Enough. Of course, it is Wisconsin. Some fucked up shit goes on in Wisconsin, obviously. <laughs> oh, God. I say fuck so, it. Burn, burn the entire state to the ground. Fuck so it. Let's jump ahead a little bit again. October 20th, 1987, Dahmer met 25-year-old Stephen Tuomi. Tuomi. Whatever. No offense. R.I.P. R.I.H. At a bar, and uh, he convinced him to return to the uh, Ambassador Hotel with him. Uh, When Dahmer woke, he was laying on top of Tuomi, whose chest was crushed in and was black and blue, with blood coming from the corner of his mouth, and Dahmer's hands and forearms were seriously bruised. Is this one he blacked out? Yeah, he claimed to have no memory of it, and also claimed that he had no intent of intention of hurting or killing. I just think person. he got the sex was a little wild, baby. Uh, clearly, so um, uh, Dahmer moved his body to his grandma's house uh, in a big ass suitcase. Where the fuck was grandma? That just keeps getting worse. Actually, that was a big question in my mind. I mean, um, how old and senile was she? Jesus Christ! So a week after that. A week after moving the body to Grandma's house, eh, excuse me, he cut off the head, arms, and legs, filleted the flesh from the bones, cut it into small, manageable pieces, and destroyed the bones with a sledgehammer. He kept the head for two weeks before boiling it in a mixture of soylex and bleach so he could keep the skull. But uh, he also used the skull as a stimulus for uh, jerk-off material so he could jerk off to it. But eventually had to destroy it because the bleach had made it too brittle. Yeah. I was not aware of that. Now, I do have this side note. His drugs of choice to drug people were triazolam and temazepam. Boom. Okay, that tells me a lot. And this is where we get... It takes off so fucking fast with this guy. So we have that one. Two months later... Dahmer offered 14-year-old Native American prostitute. So let's not leave out the fact, yes, he is a serial killer and a serial rapist. He is also a pedophile. So fuck him all the way. This is what I I really did. If hell is real, I hope that Satan just butt fucks him every day. From, you know, doing what little research I did on this, basically listening to the podcast, I did not realize. At the time, you know, I was, when this, the whole Dahmer trial went down, I was right out of high school i was in college well i've i was in my 20s early earlier 20s i didn't i was not aware of his pedophilia that a lot of these victims or not victims but the fascination with young boys well let's be real when you get to something so heinous as what he did might and even without the age thing the media tends to drop the most heinous part of it to make it more viewable for their audience because it's all about the ratings for the news well see that was a different fucking time back then oh yeah rape and molestation and shit is normal now not but no i I don't want to say normal it's and i also don't want to say it's to be expected it's just it's not as a as big of a thing as it used to be let's be honest the cannibalism of this whole thing which you'll get to threw off the the reporting of it that was yeah. all anybody ever focused on yeah. back then. It was the because I mean it's the same as yeah. they would now because it's fucking crazy. People eating people is yeah. fucking crazy. You gotta eat. You're hungry. You're hungry. I mean, fair enough. I mean, if shit goes down. 
Did they have? You're feeding me for a while. Bitch. Did they have hungry man dinners in the '80s and '90s? They do now, and they did back then. They just didn't come in a blue box. They came in. Uh, I'm walking. I don't out. know. Regular jeans and. I'm walking out of the show. Fuck this. Why? Because I gotta piss. Oh. Should I just keep keep going? Keep going. I know the story. Okay. So I lived again, the story. Two months later, Jeffrey offered 14-year-old James Doxtator, who was the 14-year-old native prostitute, um, $50 to come with him to take some nude photos. They had some sexy times of some sort, and before he drugged James and strangled him. Good job, Jeff. Uh, basically used the same disposal technique as his first victim um, after leaving his body in the basement for a whole week. Next, March 24th, 1988, 22-year-old bisexual man named Richard Guerrero outside of a, ga- a uh, gay bar called The Phoenix. Great name for a gay bar. Not talking about gay people. Gay bars are fucking the, the shit. Gay people partied. Now, Dahmer offered him $50 to spend the night with him and then drugged him and strangled him with a leather strap. He performed oral on the corpse. Hot. Dismembered. Within 24 hours, uh, what else? Uh, he trashed the remains and destroyed the skull months later. April 23rd, Dahmer brought another drugged young man to his grandmother's house, but when he realized that she knew he was not alone, he actually waited for the man to go unconscious and then dropped him off at the local hospital in fears of whatever the fuck, because God forbid grandma finds out or some crazy shit happens. Now, Jeffy, let's jump ahead again. Holy fuck. It takes off quick. September 27th, 1988. Dahmer was arrested for drugging and sexually fondling a 13-year-old boy after having him or luring him to his house to take nude photos. Once again, that was his M.O., offering people 50 bucks to take nudes. Which, I mean, I'm thinking, like, in the 80s, that's good money. Fuck. Hell, I'd do it for a lot less. I'd do it for at there's least still 25. People, there's, there's fucking OnlyFans accounts you can get in for a dollar. I'm a cheap whore, though. <laughs> so he, to this, he pled guilty in uh, January of 1989, and between conviction and sentencing, moved back into this, in with his grandma and murdered 24-year-old aspiring model Anthony Sears, who he met at another gay bar. Um, they performed oral sex on one, one another. He drugged him and strangled him. My, I will say... My notes on some of these do get a little more sparse because it's... It's the same fucking thing, right? Offer of something, possible sex, drug, strangulation. That, that, that's pretty much that. Rinse thing. and repeat. Now, he did blow the corpse on the one guy. And he also jacked off on the dead body of the first guy. Yeah. So he's got some real, like, German Pornhub channel vibes going on here. I mean, he liked the dead fuck. <laughs> Fuck me dead, as they say in Australia. Um, so, this body, he decapitated in the bathtub, uh, disposed of the body in the trash, as usual. But since he found um, Spe- Sears, quote-unquote, exceptionally attractive, he preserved his head and genitalia in acetone and kept it in the jar, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, in his work locker until he got his own place the following year. Jump ahead. March 23rd, 1989. He's convicted and given five years probation with work release. 
You got a year. The, didn't he get the, a year with work release for the thirteen-year-old Fondly? Right. Fun, fun. You know, good stuff. Are you, Great. This Just, is this is a good part. We love to hear it. Get to this. This is a good. Uh, part. May nineteen ninety, Dahmer killed male prostitute Raymond Smith. Photographed the body in suggestive positions, and dismembered and quote unquote, um, deboned him, if you will. Huh. Yeah. Um, dissolving the flesh to the point that he could rinse uh, it off of the bones down the sink. He had to shit down to the science, man. Literally. Thank you, Daddy. Yeah. He then spray-painted the skull um, and placed it behind, beside the skull of Mr. Sears. Yeah. About a week later, Dahmer lured another young man into his apartment, but he accidentally drank the drugged drink himself and was subsequently robbed of about $300, a watch, some other shit, and was fucking raped by that man. Good. So the only, again, I've said it earlier, the only time I have and the only time I probably will ever say I am glad somebody got drugged, robbed, and raped is when Jeffrey Dahmer did it. But think about this. This situation. (sighs) He was drugged. He fucked up. For one, Dahmer was a babbling buffoon. He was a buffoon. He's the worst serial killer. You think he did that fucking like old 80s movie thing where he's like. (laughs) Probably. But think about it. He drugged himself on accident. Dumbass. He got robbed robbed and raped while he was on work release. So he had to wake up and go back to fucking jail. Yeah. Stupid dumb idiot. Does anybody else find that fucking hilarious? It's amazing. And then he had to go back to jail. That is the, the, the only good rape I know of. But let's be honest, he was probably used to it. I'm sure the nighttime loving at the jail, county jail or state, whatever the fuck, whatever prison he was in, I'm sure he had plenty of Well, no, I've life. had this conversation before because I've had gay friends and a lot of people are like, oh, gay guys love jail. No. Say it's the same thing, like, against your will is against your will. And as we all know, since he didn't like his sexual partners to move, well, it sounds like I he, doubt that he was a catcher. Yeah, I don't think he was a power bottom. He was not Alistair Crowley. Yes, bottom, I guess, is a better, more politically correct term. He was not Alistair Crowley. No. He 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 liked to lay the he pipe, was, yes, not receive he, he the was, pipe. He was giving thine dick to them yeah, he was a, while they were dead. He was a selfish lover. He was a I selfish mean, it's easy to be lover. selfish when they're fucking dead. That is true. Yeah. So, once again, uh, only time I'll ever be like, yay, rape. Good job, rapist. Yeah. Only time you heard it here first, only time you're going to hear it. Yeah. June 1990, he lured and killed 27-year-old Edward Smith, um, storing his body in the freezer for several months, hoping that it would help uh, the it would help the bones to not hold moisture, to make them more easily preserved and less brittle. He was just doing this for science. Uh, but he had eventually acidified the remains and accidentally exploded the skull in the oven trying to dry it out. I'm telling you, he was a buffoon. You would think, I think you would think that through. Does a motherfucker put you know, aluminum foil in a microwave too? Probably. God, he was a dude, dumbass. Probably didn't vent this is his why fucking he went to Ohio microwave State. dinners and shit. This is what kind of caliber of Ohio State people. Well, he's only except. there for three months. Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be a dumbass to basically fail out of Ohio State. Now that that being said, oh wait, this is a whole different one. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Less than three months later, Dahmer cut the throat of 22-year-old Ernest Miller. Breaking um, MO, though. He kept his heart 
parts of his biceps and portions of his, or no, his heart, his biceps, and parts of his legs for later consumption. He also uh, painted and enamel coated the bones. So at this point, around this point, he starts photographing the process of dismembering bodies. Which is another fuck up because it comes back to bite him in the ass because it helps police ID the bodies. Well, actually, that's the first thing they fucking noticed. When yeah. That situation when that shit happened. Well, he actually he uses the person's not dead, but he uses these photos with the cops to get out of getting arrested later here shortly. Yeah, we'll talk about that fucking fiasco. So um, three weeks later, twenty-two-year-old David Thomas. Same thing. February 1991, 17-year-old Curtis Stodder. Uh, same fucking thing. <laughs> just, he's just out here strangling and fucking and, you know. Drugging. Yeah. It, it, there's so many, dude. Um, less than two months later, 19-year-old Errol Lindsay. He drilled a hole in this man's skull and yes. poured hydrochloric acid into it, hoping basically for a sex zombie. Th- okay. How stupid is this motherfucker? Yeah. Um, So he tried that, and when when Errol woke up uh, confused, not a zombie, but confused, uh, Dahmer strangled him and kept his skull and uh, made a failed attempt at skinning him and keeping the skin. He obviously watched... uh Science of the Lambs. Yeah. Because wasn't that 80... When did Science of the Lambs come? When that was did... in the 90s, I'm pretty sure. Uh, was it? Um, so I will Google that shit. Around this time, neighbors started complaining about the smell, which, uh, <laughs> you know, as stupid as he might be, Dahmer started th- saying, telling the management of the building it was, one, that he had a freezer that had b- broken, and it was the rotting things inside the freezer and also said you ready for this one this one's my favorite I'm one listening. one of his exotic fish died oh with oh the smell the smell yeah how's that your fucking excuse what kind of exotic fish are we talking about are we talking about an 800 pound fucking red-tailed catfish uh, he's a fucking idiot i'm telling you what my, my little tiny fish died and it stinks bad enough that all my neighbors are noticing it sorry boss have a good day well, how shitty are the uh, Wisconsin or whatever, Milwaukee fucking PD? Oh, just wait, because that's where we're at now. May 26th. Now we're hitting a little close to home. Dealing with an Asian. How dare him. A 14-year-old Laotian teenager now named, I apologize if, if for some re- somehow his family sees this, I'm going to butcher this fucking name. Conorak Synthasma... Synthasomphone. Synthasomphone? Synthasomphone. Wait, hold on. Let me do it with an accent. Maybe it'll come up. Synthasomphone. Better you than me. S-I-N-T-H-A-S-O-M-P-H-O-N-E. Synthasomphone. I guess. That's my best guess. Unless it's one of those ones like Euro where there's no letter or there's no nothing in the English language. (laughs) What was his first name? Conorak. Conorak. Disco Conorak. Sounds like a fucking really cool video game character. So, um, 
Interesting story. The 13-year-old boy that he was convicted of molesting. Yes. Conorak Synthasymphone was the brother of that boy. No shit. Unbeknownst to Jeffrey Dahmer. Who the fuck is out there jamming Katy Perry? That's me. <laughs> Go I, fuck yourself. I love me some Katy Perry. God, what happened to the good old days when they listened to fucking mariachi covers of Achy Breaky Heart? You don't remember that one? I remember the 4th of July. That was sick. Or was that Memorial Day? One of the two. Or was it that little kid's birthday? I don't remember. It's on the podcast. Go back and listen to it. So, yeah, interesting. I found that fucking amazingly, I don't want to say funny, but funny. You know what I mean? Darkly funny. Yes. But he needs to venture out in his killing pool. Yeah. (laughs) Killing uh, fields are low. So old Conorak, this 14-year-old child, um, Dahmer drugged him and performed oral sex on him, and then he drilled a hole in his head and injected hydrochloric acid into the frontal lobe of his brain. He Hmm. led him to his room where the body of 31-year-old Tony Hughes laid naked on the floor from three days earlier. And apparently when he walked him in here, he said that Conorak... Seemed to notice but not acknowledge the fact that there was a naked 31-year-old dead man on the floor. Probably because he had fucking hydrochloric acid in his goddamn frontal lobe, you sick cock. I would think that would kill somebody <laughs> pretty instantly, I would think. Well, it's not sulfuric acid. Sulfuric acid is uh, a bad one. Oh, is that what I'm Sulfuric about? acid is the one that you see them like draw in like movies and they're just like, Bleh! Oh, okay. It depends on what it's on. Different acids eat different things i'm a i'm an idiot i'm dumber than a box of rocks i uh, see i, I mean i'm nothing. not claiming to know everything i don't know what type of physical effects hydrochloric acid would have on the human brain i, I just i know don't know drilling a hole in somebody's head and putting anything in, in said hole oh well yeah is a bad idea except your dick anyway so he well, left me a big ass drill bit okay i'm lying good half inch <laughs> If that <laughs> diameter half inch diameter come on so uh a little snub nose so after he did all this shit uh he actually left and went to the bar to drink and I went then to. in the wee hours of the next morning he was coming home and he saw uh conorak excuse me naked sitting on the corner speaking in his native tongue of laotian to three women he tried to say that he was his friend and not to worry about it, but they frantically told him, like, yo, fuck you, dick nugget. We already called the 911 because there's a naked 14-year-old here. And, like, there's a pic. How does this young man pass as being old enough to be just friends with a, what, at this point, 20-whatever-the-fuck-year-old man? You tell me that doesn't look like a 14 or younger kid? He looks like Dr. Jones. That's what he looks like. He looks like Data from the Goonies. Is that the same actor? Yes. Okay. The only famous Asian actor from the 80s, you mean? And it was only two movies the motherfucker ever was in. Yeah. But they were classics. Oh, Dr. Jones. Hold on. Go ahead. Continue. So, um. Mother. You right there, killer? No, I got a cramp. Oh. Yeah. So now we're on to, now we're on to like my research paperwork. I take this one pretty seriously. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, is it in your calf? No, my quad or my hamstring. Oh, those are the worst. They're hard to fucking stretch out. I know. Um, 
great for fucking uh, video. Yeah. We'll clip that fucking shit out. This will be a TikTok. Oh, God. Do I have my pages out of order? Oh, we are so fucked right I now. I do. Fuck. Oh, no. Oh, we've hit the rail. Oh, no. We've hit the fucking rail. There's so many pages, too. Crash and fucking burn. Oh, I mean, I know I know the story. I just don't know, like, verbatim the story off the top of my head. Yeah, you walk it out. I'm going to sit here and attempt to find this fucking missing page. Motherfucker. Oh, you got to be dick fucking me. How do I miss a page in the middle of my note? Like, I wasn't even to that page in my research notes. Way to be prepared. That's crazy. That's fine. So, um... Uh, basically what ended up happening with this story is the cops came because the girls called the cops because there's a fucking 14 year old naked Laotian boy on the corner saying all this crazy shit in Laotian and the cops roll up two cops forget their names because I don't have to I don't have one page out of almost 40 pages of research not including my handwritten pages two cops roll up what's going on here sir oh don't worry about it that's my friend he's drunk He's my he's my lover. Oh well, well, no, he's my lover. He's drunk, to the point. These cops help him take this kid back to his apartment. He shows them pictures of the kid, and he goes, "Oh, he's my boyfriend. See, we just did this. We took these naughty pictures." And they're like, "Yeah, I don't want to see that shit." And then they know one of them noticed the stink coming out of the house and went in to investigate. And actually stuck his head in the bedroom and I guess just glanced so fucking effortlessly that he missed the body of another grown man in there. And he told him, oh, it's just my dead fish. And they said, and I quote this one, they said, all right, well, take good care of him. And they walk away. Those two cops lost their job. Sure. Yes. And then they filed a lawsuit. And they got their jobs back. And then they got Policeman of the Year for their valiant effort to get their jobs back. You want to talk about fuck the police. Fuck those police. Holy shit. You guys are just pieces of fucking just donkey fuck. Anyway. All right. I might be missing a murder here. I'm not going to lie because I am missing a whole page of research somehow. It's in the middle, too. Like, it's not the first page of the last page. It's page, what, 12 of 39 total. Not that I have that many pages to go through. Don't worry. Don't so worry. we jump ahead to the next thing that I have. I'm uh, okay. Don't worry about it. Okay, so uh, July 15th, uh, Dahmer ran into a 24-year-old man named Oliver Lacey at the corner of 27th and Kilbourne. Uh and Dahmer, as as usual, he offered Lacey the opportunity, probably some money involved, to pose nude for photographs for him. And he went back to his apartment, and they had some sexy time activities where, obviously, afterwards, what happened? Dahmer drugged him. Doop. Um, but this time, he wanted to prolong his time with this person while he was still alive. Wasn't he really attracted to this one? No, that was uh, Sears, oh. the, uh, the the aspiring model. Oh, okay. So um, he 
unsuccessfully tried to knock him out with chloroform. And then, yeah. And then he, he called into work to take some time off. Uh, <laughs> is he still working at the chocolate factory? Again, this is the second time. Because the one I'm missing, he did that. He did it for it as well. To dismember the body. He called off work. This time, he was uh, he got suspended the next day. Who's making <laughs> the fucking... Who's packing the fudge? Yeah, Willie was not happy. He was like, the God, he was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? The goddamn Oompa Loompas are on strike. There's somebody out here killing them and fucking them and drilling holes in their heads. Because if he didn't know, Oompa Loompas are just 14-year-old Laotians <laughs> with green hair. God damn it, Jeff. What am I supposed to do here? You got, you, you got me between a rock and a hard place. I'm fucking the pooch on this one. I got to give you the day off. I can't work without you. Who's going to make the everlasting knob stoppers? I don't know. So he subsequently, obviously, strangled Lacey. Of course. He had sex with the corpse. Hot. Uh, Dismembered him, as is tradition here. Uh, Placed his head and heart in the fridge and his skeleton in the freezer. Uh, Four days after that, on July 19th, he received word that he had been fired. Fuck you, Jeff. Um... When he figured when he got this news, he then lured twenty five year old Joseph Braidhoff to his apartment, and he was strangled and left dying on Dahmer's bed with a sheet over him for two days. After a couple of days, Dahmer removed the sheet and found the head was covered in maggots. Um, so he cut the head off, cleaned the head, put it in the fridge, and then acidified the rest of the body, the rest of the torso along with the two other victims that he killed within the previous months. Yeah. And here's where it kind of of comes to a head and resolution happens a little bit. Starts to. So July 22nd, 91, Dahmer went up to three dudes and offered them $100 to come back to his apartment to pose for nude photos, as usual. Drink some beer and just, you know, be bros. Just keep company. Be my, my gay bros. Gay bros. Think you have gay guys can have gay platonic friends. There's nothing wrong with that. I have platonic female friends. Yeah, but you're gay. What do you mean? You're gay. If you have platonic female no, friends, you're just gay. I'm gay. Yeah. You can come out on to the least five people. Why didn't you fucking tell me earlier? I've been doing it all wrong this whole time. Okay, you're not gay. Continue. My whole life would have been so much easier up to this point. Hey. <laughs> what do you feed gay horses? Hey. That jokes. Um, one of these guys, 32-year-old Tracy Edwards, actually agreed to this. <clears throat> Just one out of the three. That's always a good sign. When one of the three decides to go and you don't feel like a fucking idiot while you're walking away from your friends, good fucking start. But here's where Dahmer is, was brilliant in one aspect. He was very good at... Picking the people. Oh, he was a talker, need, like a motherfucker. That needed, apparently, that were hard up. You know, he was either very good or very lucky at reading the people that were hard up, that were desperate for a little do re mi, for a little playtime. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm trying to find a silver lining in this shit. A little, need a little do re mi so they take a little coxo la da 
Yes. Um, <laughs> that was a bad one. That was, but we're going to let it slide. So when they got to his apartment, uh, Tracy noticed uh, several boxes of hydrochloric acid. Uh, should be red flag number fucking right? one. Which uh, I guess Dahmer said that he used for cleaning bricks. <laughs> In an apartment. Yeah. That's my hobby. I like to clean bricks. Oh. Like Wreck-It Ralph. What? Looks like our connections got a little spotty there for a minute. Oh, fuck it. Who gives a fuck? Nobody's watching it. So anymore. after a little chitty chat, uh, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey said, hey, look at my tropical fish. And what does he do while he does that? He slaps a handcuff on Tracy's left hand. And then they have a little struggle back and forth to get the other handcuff on, but he can't do it. But Tracy follows him into the bedroom or into the other room. Some people say, why the fuck is that a thing? But other people say that he had a knife, which he did have a knife. It's just a question of when the knife came out. Right. There was a, it was a butcher knife or something. To that which point. I would assume right. like he just had it. You know what I'm saying? If you're throwing the cuffs on him, why not have the fucking knife out at that point? This is the whole time where the Exorcist 3 was playing. Which, uh, this is that's the scariest thing of this whole story. He loved the Exorcist. 3. The worst Exorcist of all time. 2 wasn't very good. Uh... Yeah, and they got progressively worse. One wasn't very fucking good. The, the reboot uh, was pretty cool. So I haven't seen the, the one in Africa? I have not seen that. That one was all right. From like 10, 15 years ago? Maybe we'll cover that on the next That one's page. not bad. We might cover that on the next. We ought to actually watch uh, Exodus 3 for the uh, Patreon horror movie. Oh, movie. I would love to just do some hokey, dumb fucking horror movie that we can just, ha! In honor of Jeffrey Dahmer, we should do a review of... Dachmer. Of Exorcist 3. Fair enough. Oh, on top of all this, uh, Tracy also happened to notice the 57-gallon drum, the blue drum in the corner that just stunk to shit. Hmm. I mean, the place... Man, that's a really nice, stinky 57-gallon drum, and those are really nice boxes of hydrochloric acid. What do you do for a living, bud? I don't know. Kill people. Jesus Christ. So, at that point, for sure, he pulled a knife on him. Um, And... He told him, he pulled a knife and was like, I'm going to take naked pictures of you. <laughs> Basically. I was like, oh, okay. Um, so, in, just to make him happy, he starts unbuttoning his shirt, going along with the whole thing. And, you know, uh, he told him, if you'll take the handcuffs off, okay, let's, let's do it. Like, but this is uncomfortable. Which, fair. Um, so, he started watching TV, and uh, Dahmer started rocking back and, back and forth and chanting before he looked back at this dude. And then he placed his head on Tracy's chest and listened to his heartbeat with the knife pressed against him. And he told him that he had the intention of eating his heart. Okay, wait a minute. Let me... Let's recap this this scenario at this up to this point. Yeah, the man's seen acid boxes of acid. The man has tried to handcuff him. Well, got one handcuff on. We have 
a fucking knife at play. I heard a butcher knife, so a big-ass knife, but a knife nevertheless. Mm-hmm. How, if you let a motherfucker <coughs> get that close to you after those things I just listed out to put his head on your chest, you might... You might deserve what you're gonna get, or what you should get. Should, he doesn't get, but no. Dahmer put his head on the other guy's chest, on Tracy's chest. Right? Yeah. What's he supposed to do? He also had a knife to his chest at the same time. Knock him the fuck out. Because if I'm not Tracy, was a bigger guy. He wasn't a small. He was a fairly yeah, but that's the thing. You have to th- no, it, it, you have to think of the situation. Like not, you're not always going to think clearly when you're stuck in that situation. No, the motherfucker puts. Listen, anybody pulls out the handcuffs and gets one on me, I'm out the fucking door. You ain't stopping my fucking ass. Oh, you even if you put the handcuffs on yourself, like I'm dragging you with me. Yeah, I mean, you would hope that door locks from the outside or the in, like, whatever. Somebody's having a bad fucking day. If you you what if you whip out the fucking handcuffs, yeah, and you get one on me. All bets are off. I'm either Samuel, Sam Elliott, the two options. I'm, yeah. You're going to kill me or I'm going to kill you. I'm I'm out. The, I'm leaving one way or the other. Either in a body bag or just on my own legs. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, but if you get to that point, and even with a fucking knife, I mean, put, for him to get that close, he's right the fucking there. Grab his head and Right there, think about it. Yeah. Back head right there. Uppercut right to the fucking nose. I'm just saying. Throat punch. Yeah. Stick a thumb up his ass. Do fucking something. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm clipping like a motherfucker. I'm riled up now, bitches. Okay, so. Uh, and then over the next period of time, Dahmer's watching TV. You know, this guy's trying to make plans, keeps asking to go to the bathroom pretty regularly. And he keeps getting permission. So he's basically just using that time to scope out his environment, see where's what. Like, there's AC here, the door's there, blah, 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 blah. And, it, you know, this goes on for a while, and he asks to go to the bathroom again, and he notices at this point that Dahmer's just kind of not – he's not. he doesn't have the handcuffs in his hand, and he's not really paying attention fully. So this dude fucking whops him in the face and makes a beeline for the front door, gets out the front door – goes and then eventually flags down two cops cops notice oh this guy has handcuffs on oh wait my handcuff key doesn't fit these handcuffs oh where'd you come from you want to take us back there yeah let's go they go back Dahmer lets them all in and tries to spin this fucking web of lies about it's a role play kinda and then they start walking around, and the key is in the living, the bedroom to the handcuffs. So the cop starts making a move for the key, and at this point, Dahmer tries to fucking take off around him to get the key, and the other cop just tells him, like, yo, chill yo motherfucking ball sack, bruh. Ain't no need for all that nonsense, nah. So, um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So then... One of the cops noticed that there was a big-ass knife under the bed and also saw an open drawer, and in that, he found uh, a bunch of Polaroids. Hmm. A lot of them were human bodies in the different stages of dismemberment. 
and also noticed that they uh, had been taken in that apartment because of the pictures. They're fucking pictures, stupid. Um, and so he went into the living room and showed them to the other cop, and uh, he told the cop, his partner, quote-unquote, these are for real. You're fucked, kid. You are officially fucked. You are as butt-fucked as all those dead dudes in your past. And in your freezer. Yeah. Um. So when he when Dahmer noticed that they were, he was holding these Polaroids, he got into it with the off with the cops and tried to resist arrest. And obviously, two cough, cops fucking won that battle. Um, they cuffed him behind his back, and they called another squad car to come back him up. And uh, by this time, Officer Mueller had opened the fridge and found you know two f- fresh freshly chopped off heads of a black male on the bottom shelf uh or one sorry sorry there was only one only one i apologize um and then uh but they had a lot of leftovers in the fridge well the one thing that i found that i found at least somewhat endearing not endearing but at least realistic about jeffrey dahmer is while he's sitting there laying on the floor watching them find heads in his fridge and shit he said and i quote for what I did, I should be dead. Yeah. No shit. So they continue to search. The Milwaukee police to ser- continue to search with this criminal investigations bureau. The the kib. But it doesn't it doesn't roll off the tongue. CIB Miami. But you know it's Wisconsin. So so this search revealed a total a a a grocery list of four severed heads in the kitchen. Seven skulls, some painted, some bleached, in his bedroom, inside a closet, and they also found uh, blood drippings on a, on a tray at the bottom of Dahmer's fridge, two human hearts, a portion of arm muscle, each wrapped in plastic bags on the shelves. In his freezer, they found an entire torso and a bag of human organs and a f- and flesh stuck to the ice at the bottom. Yeah, freezer burn. He was just Good preparing stuff. for Thanksgiving. And in, in other places in the apartment, they also found two entire skeletons, um, a pair of severed hands, two severed and preserved penises, a mummified scalp, and in the side of that 57-gallon drum, three further disembod- dismembered torsos dissolving in the acid solution. A total of 74 polar pictures. Um... And what what is this quote? Oh, the chief medical examiner later on he stated it was more like dismantling someone's museum than an actual crime scene, which I found kind of cool. Not like it's not cool, but I'm like, I mean, if you're gonna do crazy shit, like at least do crazy shit in a crazy cool way or a crazy way. Don't half-ass it. Right. Like, Be if cool you're about do, it. If it's if you're if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Right. Oh, look, there you go. I just want to know, where the fuck were the neighbors? This was an apartment complex. There's a picture of people pulling the the drum out of the apartment. I mean, think about this. Apartment complex. I got nosy-ass neighbors. I can't go... Oh, the, the neighbors complained about, like, noises, and some of those noises included chainsaws. Yeah. No fuck. I mean... How... Uh, that's just what I heard. 
But just I don't know that to be true. The smell alone, yeah, would have to be rancid. I mean, what the fuck is going on in Wisconsin? Yeah, how bad is the cheese smell in Wisconsin? Jesus Christ! (sighs) So, uh, they ended up. um, Although, important note: Dahmer waived the right to have an attorney present. Through his uh, well, the interrogation up, and shit. The jig's up at this point. True, but I think anybody who's worth a shit that knows their shit should always know. Like, you fucking lawyer up, no matter what. Yeah, but you're looking down the barrel of a um, long-ass fucking AR-15. So, that way. so over the next couple of weeks, they interrogated him for over 60 hours. Um, and... He also said, threw in on his own, that um, he had, quote, created this horror and it only makes sense. I do everything to put an end to it. He had an oddly, an odd sense of realism about himself. I'll give him that. And it seems. It's not like he was totally fucking whacked out of his mind. And it seemed like, honestly, from what I've heard, he wasn't that fond of the killing. He did not like the killing part of it. it Which was, is weird. Why the fuck are you strangling him? But it was a means to the end to get to what he yeah, really Yeah, but like was. strangling is usually a, a passion kill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or an emotion kill. So that's the size of the point. So he he admitted to murdering 16 men in Wisconsin since 87 and also admitted to Stephen Hicks in Ohio back in 78. Um. Then it, it would really just go into all this shit about, you know, the different fucking <sighs> different victims all being done the same way. But he did talk about his, uh, um, what do we want to call it? His shrine that he was planning on making with all these bodies. That's why he had the two skeletons and shit. Mm-hmm. I actually saw, I don't know, there is, it's, it's shitty, but I like, I, I wanted to try to find it to pull it up on here, but. Um, let's see. What is his quote in a 91 interview? Uh, oh, when asked in, no, in November of 91, <coughs> who the altar was dedicated to Dahmer said myself, it was a place where I could feel at home. And then he also said that he intended the altar as a quote unquote place of meditation. Um, and he believed that he could draw a sense of power and also said, quote, if this, referring to his arrest, had happened six months later, that's what they would have found. And he drew this. Which is... It's a too shitty quality to put up on the, on the screen. Skeleton, skeleton, skulls, and then like just all kinds of other shit made out of bones and shit. Obviously, uh... I actually saw a really sick, like, artist rendition, like, charcoal drawing of it. Better than the stick figures drawn. Ow! I just toe-fucked the goddamn desk. Sorry. Hey, that's a, that's an acceptable thing. Um, So, you know, we go on to his indictment. He admitted to all of this shit. Uh, July 91, he had four counts of first-degree mortar. 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 <laughs> Is that a lesser charge of murder? He also had two counts of second-degree pestle. <laughs> <laughs> ha! 
So and then by August twenty second, he had been charged with a first with eleven more murders. And on September fourteenth, uh, people investigators in Ohio in Ohio, they found hundreds of bone fragments that were later identified as uh, what was it Stephen Hicks. Um, then three days after that, he was charged in Ohio for Hicks murder. Um, he was not charged with the attempted murder of Mr. Edwards, nor the murder of Tuomi. He was not charged with Tuomi's murder because the Milwaukee County District Attorney only brought charges where murder could be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. And Dahmer had no memory of actually committing the particular murder. And there was also no physical evidence. So, fair enough, I guess. I think it's stupid, but I'm not him. So... I'm not even going to go in that far into the trial because I mean, stuff was brought up, uh, about multiple, uh, personality things and, and, and psychological things. So forensic psychologist, Dr. Carl Wallstrom diagnosed Domner with necrophilia, borderline personality disorder, schizotypal personality disorder, alcohol dependence, and a psychotic disorder. Nobody gives a fuck. They did not take that. They still thought he was, uh, fit for trial and we'll just uh what do we have don't care about that oh here we go um Dahmer strongly or a dr Dietz said that Dahmer strongly identified with the villains of the exorcist 3 and the return of the jedi particularly the level of power held by these characters expounding on the significance of these movies on Dahmer's psyche and many of the murders committed at the Oxford Apartments, Dietz explained that Dahmer occasionally viewed scenes from these films before searching for a victim. Dietz diagnosed Dahmer with substance use disorder, paraphilia, and schizotypal personality disorder. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody fucking You're boring cares. me with these medical Conviction, terms. conviction, Just conviction. Say- you know how long it took the jury to deliberate? Uh, 35 seconds? 45 minutes. That is... 44 minutes too fucking long. Well, you got to remember they probably ate lunch. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, for however fucking many murders for, what, 17, 16, he didn't get charged with one. For 16 murders, they were in deliberation for 45 minutes. I mean. That's it, fucking fast. It pretty much opened and shut. That might be one of the fastest murder convictions I've ever heard. I mean. Personally. And I, I, die, I, I look into this shit a lot. So, um, he gets locked up. I forget. Let's see the conviction. What was the actual conviction? Conviction. It was something like sixteen consecutive life sentences. Ah, mandatory. The thirteen counts carrying a mandatory sentence of life imprisonment plus seventy years. Death penalty was not an option. Because. Fucking, cause fucking liberals. Like, never mind. I'm just kidding. He's joking. <laughs> so, um, he spent his first year in prison in solitary confinement. Became a born again Christian. Nobody fucking cares. You're funny such how, shit. Funny people find God. If you want to find God, yeah. Just go to prison. Did the did the really good interview in the early ni- in the mid '90s with Stone <laughs> Phillips, which everybody knows it's him. We've all seen the pictures, the memes where he's. Just yeah. That was the Stone Phillips interview. Well, it became Jeffrey, it became a meme. Jeffrey liked to talk. 
Um, He's a bit of a talker. I don't give a fuck about his family talking to him and shit like that. Okay, let's get to the good part. Oh. Let's get to the part we're all here for. November 28th, 1994, Dahmer left his cell and went to do his work detail. With him were two other inmates, Jesse Anderson and Christopher Scarver. They were left unsupervised in the showers to, uh, in the prison gym for about 20 minutes because they were cleaning them. And around 8, 10 a.m., Dahmer was discovered on the floor of the bathrooms in the gym suffering from extreme head wounds. He had been severely bludgeoned around his head and face with a 20-inch metal bar. His head had also been repeatedly struck against the wall in the, in, while he was assaulted. And although he was still alive and was rushed to a nearby hospital, he was pronounced dead an hour later. Anderson had also been beaten with the same instrument and died two days later from his wounds. So, Scarver was serving a life sentence for a murder that he committed in 1990 and told authorities that he first attacked Dahmer with the metal bar and that Dahmer was cleaning a staff locker room before attacking Anderson as he cleaned an inmate locker room. And according to him, Scarver... Dahmer didn't yell or make any noise as he attacked him, and immediately after attacking both men, he, uh, mind you, he was supposedly schizophrenic. Okay. Um, he returned to his cell and informed the god, the guards, and said, "God told me to do it. Jesse Anderson and Jeffrey Dahmer are dead." Yeah. Payback's a bitch. Dahmer's mom raised hell to the media. Nobody fucking cares. She raised hell to the media? Yeah. Because of his death? Yeah. Bitch, shut the fuck right. up. Right. So, I mean, Keep just, your just as a and just as a killer to kill the whole thing, we'll chronologically run down real quick everybody. 78 was Stephen Mark Hicks. 87 was Stephen Walter Twomey. 88... January 16th, 88, James Edward Dex, Dox Tater. March 24th, Richard Guerrero. 198, March 25th, 1989, Anthony Lee Sears. May 20th, 1990, Raymond Lamont Smith. What's up, Lamont? Uh, June 14th, 1990, Edward Warren Smith. September 2nd, 1990, Ernest Marquez Miller. September 24th, 1990, David Courtney Thomas. 90. February 18th, 1991, Curtis Durrell Strotter. April 7th, 1991, Errol Lindsay. May 24th, 1991, Tony Anthony Hughes. May 27th, 1991, Conorak, whatever the fuck his last name is because it's long as shit and he's Laotian. June 30th, 1991, Matt Cleveland Turner. July 5th, 1991, Jeremiah Benjamin Weinberger. July 15th, to 1991, Oliver Joseph Lacey. July 19th, 1991, Joseph Arthur Braidhoft. He was only getting better, baby. God damn. That was, was the one. Wait, where? Where were we? Weinberger. That was the one. That was that was the fucking one that I missed. Weinberger was the page that I missed because he's the one. Uh, oh, fuck. Does it have anything? Yes, 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 yes. It, I do have it. Um, he met him at a gay bar in Chicago. This was the kid from Chicago. Yes, fuck. I did miss a good one. Sorry, we're going back real quick. And they went. he agreed to go back to Milwaukee for the weekend. And that's the one where Dahmer drilled a hole in his head oh. and ejected boiling water oh. into it. Yeah. It put him into a coma, and two days or later he died. He did it twice, I believe. More vegetation. I heard of vegetation where he was. He still, ended up in a coma he, and died. Actually, his second zombie damn near worked. Yeah, but it, he did it again, and that's when it put him into a coma right. and he died. Yeah. 
I'm so glad that I read through that whole list because so that's the one 90, that I missed. He was an overachiever in 90, especially in 91. The motherfucker was busy. Oh, and if anybody wants to uh, wants to know, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or anything. I have a full list of all of the books and movies. and This is all just cited works at this point. Well, you know, Most of my pages are cited works. So... Are we done with... Yeah. We're done. I told you I was getting Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, really, if you look at it, I did Dahmer yeah, we actually in did less well. than two hours once uh, we actually started the episode. Well, right about two hours. Well, once we like actually dove into it. Yeah. I mean... I just okay. did Jeffrey Dahmer in less than two hours. Suck my dick. These other podcasts need two and three episodes. Motherfuckers. That's how we roll up in this bitch. Oh, I'm fucking... Fuck. I've been drinking, so I don't give a fuck. Me too. Not uh, that much, but so uh, sorry. Dahmer is um, he the most prolific serial killer? When are we? When are we considering the start of the modern day? Because by 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 prolific, are we talking about who we hate the most? Um, I'm saying the because we're going by who we hate the most. I still think Albert Fish is probably the top of my list because he exclusively killed kids. Okay, yeah. See, you can't really categorize these people that way but i do think the cannibalism throws this case into the next to the big leagues it's a major leagues yeah like i'm cool with cannibalism just, for survival just shooting fucking people in a car you're kind of lame yeah zodiac killer was lame son of sam was lame right btk a little bit more interesting. Do you, yes, yeah, but BTK had some really creepy facts about him, too. Like, for instance, I know at least one family, he knew how their syst- their security system worked because he installed it. So, like, when the security company got a hold of him, he was like, I, he basically said, he was like, I know that there is a code for it's everything's okay, and there's a code for police and the police. So, let's not fuck about here. Because I will kill your wife and children. And he was also a fucking idiot. You know he got caught, don't you? Oh. He sent a floppy disk with things on it, not thinking or realizing that they can track that shit, even back then. Yeah. You don't have to be... Smart to be a serial killer, but I think what like how do you get caught on that? Like they they still have not caught the fucking Black Dahlia killer. He sent shit all the time. Like he sent letters and stuff like that. He was like the originator of the piece together um, newspaper clipping notes. Oh, the uh, because he said he was like, dude. He said multiple times, if I only get ten years, I'll fucking cop to it. I don't know how the fuck he thought he was only going to get ten years once he cop to it because he literally killed and young lovely actress and fucking cut her in half we should do that one too the black dahlia murder That's, G- crazy story yeah. fucking sick band but i think what dom what makes Dahmer is the whole cannibalism thing which really the cannibalism didn't really come into later and i think his his demeanor helps too but he was so he was always so calm and collected whenever you saw him on tv and shit i think that that lends to his his, he's got a weird, like, stoic mysticism about him, or had. And I'm, I'm, I could be wrong with this. Have there been any... He was the last big serial killer that I... I don't... Press-wise, that was... 
you know, top of the top of the news cycle. When was Eileen Warnos? So I've never. Even... You know who Eileen Warnos is? Oh, the woman. Yeah, in Florida. I don't know. I mean, this is Dahmer's the last one. Of course, I could, could have not just gave a fuck. I mean, there's definitely been mul- like plenty but, since then, but never got this kind of. Well, I think I think they finally got. I think the press finally got the fucking message that they need to stop putting this shit all over the goddamn right. news. Not because, giving them the celebrity. That, yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with what we were talking about earlier: rioting, fucking cop shootings, all this shit. Stop putting it on the fucking news so much. You don't give it as much power. It'll fuck. Not that it goes away, but the less power you give it, the mess, the less fucking air you put on beneath its wings, if you yeah. will. I mean, I just, I, but I think with, and I, also murder is just very common. Like, sex and murder sells, baby. And when you got throwing a little, well, and it's 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 what are the it's like sex and murder are two of the most primal things to existence. There are two things that had to be done at one point in our existence to survive. And let's be honest. Or to, to survive and to carry on our lineage. Think about the time of his murderous activity. 80s, really picked up late 80s, 90s. Yeah. Homosexual. Now, different 19, the lady. How he did not get AIDS blows my mind. And I'm not saying that to be stereotypical. He literally, From what I understand, he had sex with at least 200 people. I, trust me, I lived. I'm of the age generation. I, my sexual peak was at that time. Yeah, I mean, but think about there was a definite different mentality toward homosexuality in the late '80s, early '90s, and it, once the '90s it started to change a little bit, but not what it is now. And when you throw in this component at that time, of course they were going to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, not saying it's right, not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying. That was a story. So, the homosexuality. See, so, yeah, that, that which is it does make it shitty too, because like the cannibalism I get, because that's shocking to anybody, right? But like, I could just see it in my head. I could see some big haired fucking shoulder pad wearing bitch fucking news reporter outside of a courtroom, like, and Dahmer was a mass murderer who was also a cannibal, and he was gay. <laughs> This is Patricia Hardstone for Channel 17 News. Back to you in the studio, Jim. Well, Patricia, that is a very, very overwhelmingly interesting story. And now we turn to a jet, a a water skiing squirrel. Tom, I tell you what, sometimes after stories like this, Dahmer guy, you just need a smile. Look at this little guy. His name's chock full of nuts, just like Jeffrey Dahmer's victims. And he is just skiing along like a little fucking twat. Look at him. He's so goddamn cute. He's almost as cute as you uh, when I put my panties on you after we record, Paul. Oh, shit. No, I just I think the cannibalism is a big thing because that's... It's shocking. Oh, that reminds me. New series on Showtime? You don't... You have uh, anything on your yellow jackets? Yellow jackets? It's fucking good. Have you watched... Have you happened to watch? You got on TikTok now. Have you seen the trend where people are like, "Oh, record yourself watching the opening scene to Nocturnal Creatures." Nocturnal doesn't that have a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, and what's her name? The redhead. Yeah, I've seen that. What's... You've seen oh, it? I've seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah, you remember the opening scene? I'm trying to think of what it With was. All the naked women. Oh yeah. Yeah, I watched it the other night. 
with the better half. She fell asleep. The ending fucking pissed me off. Oh, yeah. It was a horrible fucking movie. It was fu- the movie was cool. The ending was fucking stupid. But, you know, what was I saying? I was saying oh, but Yellow Jacket's kind of about a plane crash, you know, the soccer team. Oh, so it's about the Chilean soccer team. Kind of, it's a blatant ripoff. But yeah. they haven't really got in, said they're cannibalistic. They, they were out there for 19 months before they got found. You know they were fucking, you know, because the way it opens up, yeah, it, but it's, but they're all still alive. The ones are still alive. Yeah, the way it opens up, they're not cannibals. Donde esta Marco? No, no, they, no they were high school kids. They were high school kids going to nationals. Girl, yeah, high school like, girls. Oh, girls. my God. I'm not watching that <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. It's got Christina Ricci in it. Yeah, I'm not watching It's that. got a... Christina Ricci's not helping. Unless it's Casper. Don't and uh, what's her name? Uh, what's From Natural Born Killers. What's her... Juliette Lewis. I know who you're talking about. I just can't put a face to it. Yeah, I know her. I just... Uh, yeah, from Natural Born Killers. Her father was... Uh, oh, it, uh, Clint Eastwood sidekick in any which way you can. Who's that supposed to help me? Like, I know Salem, who you're... I know who Salem's you're, Lot. You know... The one that gets killed, he's out the window scratching. The scary scene in Salem's Lot. You know, he was stuck. I just can't see her face. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like, I know other movies she's been in. I just can't fucking put it. But she's in it. And then uh, what's her name from uh, Two and a Half Men? That one annoying neighbor that had the hots for Charlie. They would never. Uh, he might have banged once, but. That wasn't the one lady from Dharma and Greg, was it? I never watched Darwin and Greg was funny. I never watched I, She's a Scientologist. I never watched it. So, I've seen Top Gun. What? Tom Cruise is a fucking Scientologist? He's the Grand Poobah of Scientology. That's what I'm saying. He's a poster child. Uh, no, but I'd, I've seen Swordfish. Anyway, that is a... Uh, great. It's actually, it seems great. To be, what? Good job, Phil. What? Yellow jackets? Oh, watch it. Well, I don't have showtime, so I'll make I'll I'll, I'll handcuff you and watch you. Well, watch we're it. supposed to. Weren't we supposed to? You and I gonna exchange something anyway? Well, that's on. I still have I still have cable. No, weren't you and I supposed to like swap fucking logins for shit? I mean, I don't only have, when we're together and we're legally allowed well, to when use I, one we were going accounts, to, of we, course. We were going to do that when I dropped my cable and just went to like Netflix and all. I was gonna, I was going to get something and get a, and what HBO. I all right. Well, see, I have all that shit now, but I just haven't got rid of my cable yet because I was holding off for Dexter. Yeah. Not, Actually, because I was supposed to, somebody wants my Paramount Plus information for their HBO information and it keeps reminding me that because I don't have HBO, but it keeps reminding me that Paramount Plus has some new horror movie because it's Paramount, so it's on their streaming service. I forget what it is. But Yellow Jackets is actually, it's it's fucking interesting. Duly noted. I've Squeak. seen two episodes. Yeah. Because it comes on after Dexter. I already got to go back and watch like the fucking three episodes of the Squid Games that I watched without her. I, did, I didn't know she wanted to watch it. Did you like it? I've I've only watched like three episodes. I wasn't a big fan. I mean, I don't know. Like I've enjoyed what I've watched. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah, I don't see like why it's why even already. I don't see why it's like cult classic. Why was the global phenomenon that it was? 
Holy fuck. Yeah, let's fucking kill this thing. Jesus Christ. I'm All right. tired. I love you guys, but I'm fucking tired. We're out of here. Thank you for joining us. If you are uh, watching this or listening to this, we Eat do- my fucking dick. No, do not do that because unless you haven't flossed your teeth yet. And you really like soy sauce and teriyaki. Uh, but if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, uh, you want to join in the fun, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash ghost of the night. Yeah, and if you're out there listening to this, leave us a review. And, and a five Even star. Even if you fucking hate us. Even if it's a one star review, I don't give a shit. Well, I prefer five. I prefer, I prefer three and up. But any review is a good review because even if it's a bad review, it gives us something to talk about. But we because gener- we haven't been able to we haven't flamed a hater in months. I know. Did we we did get one in September a bad one? Did, did we already talk about here? Was that the one that we couldn't understand? No, no, no. This is an actual. Oh no, that was the one we didn't have to address because one of our people addressed it. Yeah, that was actually a comment. Yeah. Nah. On but no, this was an actual review on iTunes. What? Yeah, we got a bad one. When? I uh, sometimes I was this you know bored and looking. Hold on, we'll pull this up huh. before we get out of here. Uh, Bonus material. I mean, I give him credit. He was short and to the point. It made sense. I d- I can't disagree with him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't disagree with him too much. Okay, here we go. See all. Oh. oh, we. Oh, that's right. Uh, well, in September or August fourteenth, we got a we got a good one. We got a five star. Oh, a great show with a different perspective that leaves no rock uncovered. Thank you, David. Uh, then, but hmm. September eighth, well, thank you, David. We got a one star from Doctor Ju- Doom Junior. And it says, "Go Imag- fuck yourself, you fucking fantastic four dick riding cock boy son of a bitch." Hold on, let's. It says, "Doctor Doom is the most homoerotic villain in all of fucking." the bullshit fucking universe that he is in. But it says immature and unfunny. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. I think we might have covered this one before. I don't remember. I think we did. Did we cover it? Well, thank you. Yeah, but but we did get a five star on in August. I don't know. I bet you that's the, that's the kind of guy that talks about how he likes intellectual comedy. Woke comedy. Fuck you. Eat a you, just, dick. you just need to jump off your high horse and then land on a fucking 74 and a half centimeter wide dildo, you fucking cockmonger, yes. dick-eating, fucking okay. anus-defiling, fucking velociraptor, big-toe-claw-up-the-fucking-dick-hole, cock-munching, fucking douche-twat. Is that a technical term? Thank you for the review. Anyway, uh, suck a fart out of my ass. But if you're listening to this podcast, you can join us on Mondays, generally at eight o'clock, depending on my work schedule. Depending on his work Fuck. schedule. But follow us on all the social media. Anybody who's listening to this later that listens regularly, I apologize for us not going live until Tuesday. But you know it happens. I did work my dick off for the last four days, actually, so I will I say almost, I have earned my my late podcast. And actually, from now on, in this situation, because I almost did it last night. I was going to go live just to say, hey, we're not doing a live thing if you want to shoot yeah. the shit. You know, that way, you know, but I, I said, fuck it. I was lazy. I was lazy. So I said, fuck it. But follow us on Ghost and, or, yeah, YouTube, and you can watch live, interact with the people on chat. Uh, generally, it gets a little crazy and wild. 
but be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We I think we're up to three. We got another one today, I think. Uh, three eighty nine. Last time I looked, I think before well, I haven't looked in a day or two. I think this afternoon or this evening it went to three ninety. We got another one. So we. Oh, no, I that, think we're up to like six oh nine on Instagram. Yeah, so whoever you are, thank you. Uh, follow us on all the social medias. Uh, Instagram's the best one at night or ghost underscore night underscore podcast. What Travis says. Twitter at night underscore ghost. TikTok. Uh, gitn dot podcast, which is up and running. We've got some. Yeah, I was thinking about going home and, and cutting something up for that. Actually, I need to talk to you about a couple of clips that, that we have in that, the cloud for that. Okay. What do you, what do you, okay. Well, we'll one, talk. I one, we need to throw in at least one more bleep. I missed a bleep. I think it's not a traditional cuss, but is it a cock or twat? Coming. Oh, I'm not throwing out coming. What the fuck do you mean? Like that's coming is not a cuss word. Okay, so just because you put it, hold on, you, hold, you on, said hold, it on with hold on, hold on, hold on. So you have kids. If your kid, if one of your kids had a kid that was like five and walked up right now, and they're like, "What are you guys doing after the podcast?" I'd be like, "Fucking coming everywhere." You'd be okay with that? Yep. He says that now. It's not one of the seven cuss words. I think that was Chupulacaba. I hope it was, or somebody's outside the door going to murder us, right? Uh. I, I guess I can bleep it out. If I'm going to bleep that out, I might bleep out twat, too, that you say repeatedly. I will say, if you haven't seen the video, you people are still in the chat, uh, go see the Nickelback fucking rant video. <laughs> that is a fucking classic. Uh, squeak, I'll play it for you later. It is a fucking classic. That is my favorite one of all time. That was a good one. But... Like it's, That's what, why Nickelback is now banned in the chat. Yes, I can say it, but I'm the only one that can say it. But uh, everything we're gonna start putting more on TikTok. We'll get a, get that covered. I just gotta get like I'm still there's just uh, I'm not trying to make excuses for not posting on TikTok. It's just I didn't realize there's so many editing options within TikTok. Well, see, so you do that, but like, there's so many, and there's and like you can use different ones all over the place right like you can like hold the screen and if you want this effect like you hold it on there and it does it for however long you hold it on the video and then it lays that in and then you can switch to a different type of edit and put that immediately behind it's crazy and we also those tiktoks the same footage i am putting up as shorts on youtube dick cocks i've got a couple up two already uh they won't be as fancy as the tiktoks because I'm just putting them up. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing content, bitches. I'm pretty sure I can see. Well, I don't. Well, I don't see why we couldn't do the TikTok to that. I can give you the TikTok login, or you can just once. I might be able to save it. I, I haven't looked at TikTok in like three days. I'll be honest. Um, I keep. For, I almost keep. I almost forget that it's even a thing. But so follow us on TikTok. Follow us on all the social medias. You can uh, send us an email at. G-I-T-N podcast at gmail.com. I think that's about it. We will see you next Monday. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll let you know what the subject is. And we might try to get out a Patreon episode of some sort here in the future. I'm down. You going to your mom's for Thanksgiving? Yeah, but I'll be back fairly early. Because I'm off tomorrow and Thursday. If you want to... Come over and record. Well, I mean, I do have something to do. I do have a dinner to go to Thursday, but... I mean, Thursday night... Yeah, depending on how it goes you know if you want to do something 
I do have to work Friday. So do I. Okay. Uh, but maybe we'll record something Thursday for a Patreon. A Thanksgiving Day Halloween or Halloween. Thanksgiving Day horror special. Yeah, tomorrow or Thursday either way. Tomorrow will probably be better. I doubt anybody be fucking watching on the day of. Well, I mean we could always just record. Could. It's page, if we do Patreon, nobody be watching anyway. Oh yeah. Uh but we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. But we will try to be back next Monday, but we will keep you up to date. And if <laughs> it is not going to be Monday, I will come on Monday, say hi. I I will be coming on Monday. Bleep that out. <laughs> on Monday. So we'll see you uh next Monday for sure. Take care everybody and we love you. Don't get paid fifty dollars to take nudes or else your and, butthole will be reamed and then you will be strangled. And if they offer you a drink, say no. Yeah. Or do the old switch roof. That's what I'm saying. Do the fucking princess bride. Yes. Or you would be smart enough to know that I would know that you would give me the drink with the poison in it. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Anybody want a peanut? Well, I'm I'm stopping this shit. Good night. <laughs>